You're listening to the Opie and Anthony channel on Sirius XM. The Ron and Fez show starts. Come on. Now! Yeah, we're going to get down to it, boppers. It's the Ron Fez Show, live via satellite from high atop Times Square in New York City, New York. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We'll waste no time with this. Last night, another classic. New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox game. Chris Stanley texting the shit out of me during the show. You weren't in the best mood about the... The fucking circus is never going to end. No. Fuck the Red Sox. Fuck Ryan Dempster, the journeyman fucking middle-of-the-road scumbag fucking pitcher. Nailing A-Rod. Fuck him. He made a big move. You got to give the kid credit. He made a big move. It... No, he didn't, he made, no movie did. He actually made me like A Rod again. <laughs> That's the fucking movie made. Come on, dude. So no reason. It's not like fucking A Rod's lining them up. Uh, well, he did after that. Yeah, good. Fuck you, Dempster. Th- that's the funny thing about A-Rod. What do you need to do? Get hit in the goddamn ribs <laughs> before you start fucking swinging? Christ. Here's what I. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more. You know what I mean? I'm surprised. 
first pitch every game, somebody doesn't put one in the fucking A-Rod's ear. It seems like he's got it coming a little bit after what he did to, uh, to baseball. Uh, but it also did make for a really fun, good game. I'm glad Dempster took it upon himself to just to, to be the spokesman for everyone by fucking I, throwing the pitch. I felt like he was doing it for Bud. <laughs> no one should do shit for Bud Sealing. <laughs> fuck Bud Sealing. Fuck you, Dempster and fuck the Red Sox. So your big beef here, the reason that you're angry, is that A-Rod got hit. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, how does Dempster not get thrown out of the game? Has to also mean that the ump thought it was a good idea. Exactly. This is a fucking conspiracy. <laughs> fucking A-Rod's right. A-Rod's completely right. There is a conspiracy against him. I don't think he fucking juiced now. The fucking no. Dempster's still in the fucking no. game. No. Girardi gets knocked out. It's a fucking conspiracy. Bud Selig is just railroaded because he doesn't like him. Is A-Rod a douchebag? Yeah. He's a fucking douchebag. But he is fucking jumped up. In my respect level, fucking sorry, last fucking night. And Dempster can go straight to hell. Um, that game was so much fun. Thank God for uh, Boston and New York and the way that they fucking treat each other. It's great. Uh, and also the fact that the Boston fans were very happy to see A-Rod take one. <laughs> yeah, right? Murphy's like, uh-oh, A-Rod's going back up to Boston. This can't be good. Well, fucking congratulations, Dempster. You gave everyone a fucking show, you cunt. Excuse my language. It's too late, Chris. You've already said the most offensive word in the English language. The C word. Well, that's what Dempster is. I call it the other C word. Used to be a fucking closer. This guy's been all over the goddamn place. Oh, I'm glad he, I'm glad I'm glad I know his name now. Cause otherwise, why would anyone know who fucking Ryan Dempster is? He's a bum, is what this fucking guy is. He's a bum who had everybody's attention last night. Yeah, congratulations. That's the only reason he did it. That's the only reason. There was no reason to nail him fucking that early in the game. Uh, the reason is this, I think. You uh, took a piss on baseball. I don't think he did now. And future uh, Hall of Famer, my Dempster is not going to put up with that. Future Hall of Famer? No. For he's this, just, he's got my vote. He's going to own a goddamn car lot in five years. That's not bad. Some fucking, some random new, town he played in. New or used? <laughs> used. Oh, okay. They ain't going to give him new fucking cars. <laughs> Sorry, that sucks then. Uh, look who it is. It's Hard Rock Johnny, Mr. Yankee. Oh, you know, I, I watched the game. I'm watching between the Giants and the last night, who looked pretty pitiful, and then go back over to this game, and, and I see this happen, and... You know, so with this logic, and now there's there's stories coming out from a, a reporter up in Canada that Dempster actually has a personal beef with him that has nothing to do with the whole steroids thing. Apparently, uh, A. Rod said something personal about him at a at a an event that they were both at. So there, there's a lot of mixed stories. But sure. how come no one? So so he plays for the Red Sox, right? Yeah. Let's look back in time. If if everybody who's used steroids needs to get thrown at, how come he's not thrown at his own guys like Poppy? Who tested positive? Thank or how you. about Ramirez, who tested positive and got suspended three times? You know, it's 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 just because A Rod, the lightning rod. Now, I don't, I don't like the lightning A Rod, <laughs> right? But you know what? What he made, what what this jerk off did. First of all, is he cost them a game. 
Second of all, he he kind of rallied the team around a Rod. Yeah, he did. You know, they were yeah. they were ready. They were ready to go. They, I mean, Girardi, I, Girardi running out. I thought Girardi. I know, particularly up. when a Rod like earlier earlier that day threw Girardi under the bus. I mean, he's really fucking with the Yankees. The Yankees are it, fucking it, with him. The GM and, and Cashman don't want to talk to him. They're like, we can't talk to a Rod because they're just seeing a, they're seeing money flying out the window. <laughs> I hope he hits 11 more fucking home runs. You know why? Then they have to pay him another $6 million. I hope he gets every fucking goddamn cent from the Steinbrenner kids. You sound like Madonna now. <laughs> I'm fine with it. You sound exactly like Madonna. You were furious last night. It's fucking ridiculous. Fucking two goddamn pitches. You're trying to take him a fucking out of the game. Fuck I couldn't you. believe, you know, I mean, the first one literally goes behind him. The second one, and it was ribcage. At that point, you're out of the fucking game. You're done. No, not, not in that fucking stadium. The fact that he was still standing there on the mound, I'm serious. <laughs> I had tears of fucking joy in my eyes. It was Why? the fun... Because I don't give a shit about either one of these two teams. But all of a sudden, it's an exciting ball game. <laughs> Stayed up till goddamn 1 o'clock in the morning to wait for a fight, and nothing happened. But now you know what's going to happen. The next time the, the Red Sox and the Yankees play, as soon as either Poppy or Pedroia gets it's got to. Gonna, uh, Poppy. It's, it's got to. There's got to be a receipt for this. Drill back to oh, the yard. Absolutely. They're going to, you know, and, and I, I got to commend last, the one thing that I was surprised about listening to the commentators. I'm not a huge Kruk fan. He's okay. I'm definitely not a fan of I'm a Schilling, Kruk fan. But, but they were very, very. Down the middle, they said that Boston was wrong doing it, which I, I give them a lot of credit for. There wasn't the homer, like, you know, if it was Joe Buck calling the game, he would have said that he deserves it, that kind of stuff. You know, I, I think it was, I give them a lot of credit. Uh, there was that madness that was happening in the Nats uh, Washington series, too. Did you see that? Yeah, with Strasburg. Yeah, yeah all of a sudden, everybody's chucking each other like it's fucking 1964. <laughs> It's just getting wild, dude. Where, where you know what? Uh, someone hit a home run off me last game, so you got to take one. I thought the poetic justice of A-Rod hitting the home run was great. And it well, was I mean, is that not like almost like a cheap movie script? Yeah. yeah and you totally. knew he was going to do it. You fucking sat there and you go, he's going to go fucking long. I love, this is, actually, the one good thing about this, it, it made the Red Sox-Yankees rivalry put more juice into it. Because for, for a long time... I get a juice, like steroids. Yeah, yeah a little, <laughs> For a while, it's, been, it's kind of been in doldrums. That was actually last night during the Giants game. They were talking about the Dave Deal, who plays right tackle for the Giants. And Joe Buck said in the offseason he was juicing because he lost weight and got in shape. But I, I really don't – I think that people have to kind of look at what the terminology they use. Right. He said, yeah, he was juicing all offseason. And everyone was – he came back later. He's like, I just want to clarify. By juicing, I meant he was drinking fresh vegetable and fruit. No, that's not juicing. That's not juicing. Where did he go? I have no clue. I'm just I'm having a good time here. Ask Pips to look for him. Fez just got up and walked. Pips, you look for that man. You look for Someone, Fez Watley. Maybe he doesn't like when you talk about people getting thrown at in baseball. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe made him th think it was an anti-gay thing. All right, thanks, Johnny. All right, boys, see ya. Peace. Uh, Courtney in Jersey, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Listen, 
Dempster, first of all, did exactly what every other pitcher in the MLB wanted to do was just beating the shit out of him because he deserved it. Oh, give and me a fucking break. Listen to me. Listen to me. The reason why he didn't get thrown out of the game because the umpires hate the douchebag, too. It's true. That's exactly why he didn't get thrown out of the game. Any other pitcher would have gotten thrown out of the game on any other day for any other player. But because they hate A-Rod, they didn't throw him out. I'm serious. It's That's the true. Only way yeah. out of the game. Everything yeah. you're saying is true. Yeah, she's saying no, it's listen, a fucking conspiracy against A-Rod. He was right the entire time. Listen, who got off the bench to support him? Nobody. Just Girardi. Everyone else sat their asses on the bench because they hate the fucking guy because he threw his own teammate Cervelli under the bus. No guy's going to support a guy that throws his own teammate under the bus. They all hate the guy. That's exactly why they didn't get off the bench. They sat there. The bullpen for the Red Sox came out. The Red Sox players came out. Everybody in the Yankees sat their asses down. They don't like him. You know that. A-Rod is an island right now. And I think he's going to regain the people's fucking love after, after no, that right. night. Why are you night. on his side? What? Because this is fucking ridiculous. That he's getting fucking. Is is a, is a headhunter right now? Or no the people way. Oh, I was nowhere near his head. He's a douchebag. He thinks he's above the game. Every other player on that list. What are they doing right now? They're taking their suspension. They're sitting down for the rest of the season. And they're shutting up. Like bitches. He's right. Fucking a rods fucking fighting it because he should. Because they don't have the fucking evidence the against him. Because he should get off. He shouldn't fucking be suspended. He's fucking naming names. Take it. Take it like a man. Sit your ass mm -hmm. down for the season. Shut your mouth and come back next year. Instead, he has to be bigger Two than years. the game. He has to call his team saying that they're trying to hurt him with his medical staff. He's full of shit. Stay, stay home, keep your ass on the bench, shut your mouth, and play next year. But he won't do it. He's too big for that. Courtney's saying all this it. stuff I wish Bob would. Literally oh, all the stuff I wish Bob would say. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She knows exactly what she's... Fuck you. I do oh, know what I like what she's saying here. Do I say she's saying fuck you to me? That's not even a point, Courtney. <laughs> That's just bullshit. I like her attitude. <laughs> I like her gumption. Fuck you. serious. He doesn't know how to take it. He should sit his ass down, take it for the team. Okay, never fight against one. Oh, if you're in trouble, just fucking take it like a bitch. Okay, that's because a great fucking idea. Did. All those guys. Perez, everyone else did. Just because everyone else does down. something doesn't mean they fucking. He should. They're wrong. Why should he fucking fight back? If, listen, if you're uh, accused of something that's against the sport, he got accused, he was found guilty, sit your ass down and shut up. When he gets the appeal, why would they put the appeal process in if they didn't want him? Come you know, on. Appeal, he, you got caught. He got caught red-handed. Just take it like a man and sit she, down. He's given he's as many it. names as he possibly can. <laughs> I'll tell you this, Chris. So bad. Courtney, hand it you your ass. Courtney, take no. it like a fucking man and I, sit down. No, fuck Take that it shit. like a no, man. No, I'm standing up. What are you going to do? Start giving out fucking names? Never that. I didn't know that you were with the fucking snitches on this one. He's made some questionable decisions. I'm talking about his play on the field. Um, here's Brian and Raleigh. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Chris, when does a fucking player deserve to get thrown at? The guy fucking juiced up and got suspended for a year and a half. And he's now going to try and soak your beloved Yankees franchise for every dollar he doesn't deserve. I think they're going to be okay. Well, well, he's fucking pulling everybody down with him. Okay, so everyone juices gets fucking get fucking thrown at. Perfect. Hey, so, so be it. Give me a fucking break. You know there are plenty of guys on the Yankees team that would love to fucking throw at him. He took one in the ribs. Big fucking deal. Don't I wish somebody would throw at him in batting practice. That would be fucking <laughs> the best. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Seems to be Chris Stanley against the world right now. Baseball is fucking broken. I think that's what this no. whole thing is shown. No, it isn't. Fucking Tejada gets a 105-game suspension for what? Adderall? Yeah. That, was, he, that he was okay to do. The prescription ran out. He was still taking the Adderall for his ADHD. Come on, His man. prescription ran out. 105 games for Adderall? 
Bullshit. That is total. That is fucking insane. <clears throat> You're like a fucking drug pin right now. You know everything about drugs. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Hey Garth, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey guys, speaking of people getting beamed, how great was fucking Sam Oliver getting in the face oh, of that football on, last night? Oh come on, stop it with the preseason talk. <laughs> Who gives a shit if some beauty queen took a fucking football? I can't believe Jai's watching. They're not watch just Keaton and the Yankee game watching preseason. That's Jai. most people. That's most people. No. No more. No. They, why are they even televising it? The NFL should just fucking ban preseason football. Not even have the games. Guys are dropping left and right. Doug Martin's getting goddamn concussions. Victor Cruz is going out with a bad fucking heel. It's just hurting. It's just hurting them. Just fucking let them go. Just training camp. Training camp is fucking dangerous enough for these fucking guys. Well, I thought that that was uh, funny the other day when uh, we ran the big oh no headline with oh, no. Uh, with the Patriots and Brady. Where they're bitching about Tampa's fucking tackle, not protecting the quarterback. It ain't his fucking quarterback. They do these, oh, we're going to go down and practice with the other team's things this year. Yeah, that, that, of course more weird. guys are going to get fucking hurt. Why wouldn't they? Why I don't even that? get that fucking premise, other than I think draw more people to scrimmages, to pay for scrimmages. It's disgusting. It seems to me to be just insane. Um... Here is um, Chris in Jersey. You're on the Run and Fed show. Yeah, I'm a diehard Yankees fan. I've always despised A-Rod since the early days. But the worst part about this is that he now is a sympathetic figure, and the Red Sox made him look good last night. And people are going to have sympathy for him just because he got hit and then he came back and just hit a home run. That's the worst. They should just bury the guy now. <laughs> no, come on. He, he turned me. I'll fucking admit, it turned me on this whole thing. I'm uh, now an A-Rod fan again. It made for a very exciting baseball game. It was great. It was enraging with this scumbag Dempster. I was not enraged. I was. I was pissed. And I was actually even a little mad at A-Rod for not acting like more of a dick after he hit the home run. <laughs> I really wanted to run backwards around the bases or something or point at the fucking pitcher. But I guess his fucking uh, ribs were still hurt. Um... Ryan in Buffalo, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Hey guys, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you know Ryan Dempster it took him the fourth try to finally hit him. If you miss on the very first one and you throw behind him, you don't have the right to try and throw at him again. Your chance is up, and I think that's why Girardi blew up. And basically, if you would hit him on the first pitch, Girardi stays in the dugout and we play baseball. So your uh, rule of thumb is you get one shot at the guy. Correct. Yep. How about the next time he comes up? You don't get to throw again. I, nope, I don't think so. Because, I mean, if you throw behind him, it's clear as day that you're trying to hit him intentionally. If you miss him, that's your chance. It's over. All right. I like where Ryan's coming from with this. He's actually saying, if we're going to act like this is part of the game, you got to go way old school and you get one shot. I mean, this is the most bizarre sports tradition I have ever heard of. I don't follow baseball, but it seems like if you are purposely heaving something over 80 miles an hour at someone... 80. What more than that? Uh, that you should be tossed from the game no matter what and suspensions. Well, I, you I can't don't... always tell when somebody purposely fucking hits someone. Sometimes it's just wild. You some, you know, sometimes you're just going in the inside of the plate. There's most of the time people get hit. It's not on purpose. So the umpire's job is to figure out was this on purpose or not. 
I think it's pretty obvious that this one time yeah. was on purpose. But 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 uh, but Fez is saying that the fact that you should be thrown out every time. Everyone's always going to say no. I wasn't fucking thrown at him. If there's going to be a suspension coming up, um, it is. A, it's a way that the players uh, would kind of keep the game in check themselves, and it's why you don't have baseball isn't filled with a bunch of fucking people doing a chicken dance after they hit the home run. You know what I mean? Because baseball is about. F- respecting the game, respecting the other team. And if you don't, you're going to take one in the ass. Now, I thought the whole sport uh, really fell off because of the American League with the DH. Because if you're a National League fucking pitcher, you got to go up to the fucking plate sometime. The fact that the American League pitchers don't have to suddenly makes them feel a lot fucking stronger, doesn't it? Um, here is, um, let's go over here to, uh, Russ. Russ, you're on the Ryan Fed Show. First off, it's times like these that make me miss, uh, that juice bag Clemens, because you know he would have put something in, uh, the ear hole of Ellsbury or Pedroia or Ortiz, but, uh, the reason that A-Rod's not taking the suspension is because his contract is front-loaded, so he's getting... Much more money this year than he would have gotten. Yeah, next it's all year business year talk. After. It's all that stuff isn't about baseball. You know, it's, it's about the thing that I hate, where suddenly now the fans have to talk about juicing and contracts I think and the, everything other than the game itself. Yeah, I, I, I now I now know Arod's incentives for how many gets bonuses. Uh, here is uh, Bob. Bob, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey guys. Uh, Chris, I'm surprised you're backing up a rat. Look, man, I really I, am. I, that's I why I bet you. Time. That's why Dempster did it. He threw behind him, saying, "Bitch, you're mine." I mean, those guys are pinpoint accurate. Not really. Dempster Look at the first fucking pitch where that ball was going, and he smacked the rat. It took him fucking two fucking three tries to actually hit the fucking guy. He Dempster's toyed with him. He had him oh, in please. a trap. I'm Bullshit. not going to kill you. Bullshit with him for a little while. You're talking crazy. Please, you're backing up. A snitch, twat rat. Here's the other thing. Why didn't fucking A-Rod charge him? He knows. He doesn't uh, need because no one yelled the Yankees were going to be behind him. <laughs> that would have been fucking great. <laughs> A-Rod against the Sox. Don't know where you guys. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. A-Rod gets beat to death. He's a martyr. I actually think in, uh, beating guys is one of the better things in baseball. If it's done correctly. I don't like anybody throwing in a fucking head or anything like that. I honestly think, to me, it's got to be the ass. If you're going to do it properly, you got to hit him in the ass. Because that's really embarrassing. He was going for the knee. and then Yeah, he... I didn't like that knee thing at all. This guy's a scumbag. Dempst- Ryan Dempster is a bad person. And he does deserve. he deserves to be fucking kicked out. Fuck him. I'm really fucking pissed at him. You honestly th- see him as a bad human being now. Yeah. Somebody that maybe would also throw at children. Oh, this this guy, if he has it already, that we don't know about. I'm sure it'll fucking come out. <laughs> Did he throw a pitch at a kid? Yeah. This guy's garbage. Um, Here's uh, Patrick. You're on the run of Fed show. Hey, guys. Hey, look. The officer should have thrown him out. Yeah, he had the first shot at him. He missed him. And then he's intentionally throwing at him. He's got to get rid of him. And, you know, hey, right, yeah, he's picking in because he's for the money. I know. Dion had to throw him out. That was fucking wrong. But yeah, 
and the ump should have threw out. I wish a knew that home run was out the one he hit. He wanted to stand there and watch it go the whole way, but then he hit the big poppy thing at the end because he said, I mean, you know, A-Rod has been a prick on this team for a long fucking time, but that's friggin', it was just horseshit, and you know what? Ronnie, you wouldn't throw away $130,000 a game. All right? That's what he's, I think that's somewhere around what he's getting paid per game. Uh, you know, you're not, he, of course he's going to fight. He should have gotten a 50 game suspension, and that's what a first time offender gets. I know he's not really a first time offender, but by the books, he's a first time offender. Should have gotten the 50 games. Then he'd have no fucking leg to stand on, you know, about appealing it, because he got fucking caught. But they're trying to give him 211 games this, all this year and all next year when he hasn't been fucking charged with shit. When the Braun, you know, got caught last year and fucking appealed it and got off, and all these other guys, yeah, and Poppy and, and Manny and all these, and before, even before these kind of fucking drugs, does anybody remember what Greenies are? Greenies are PCDs, so Greenies been in baseball for fucking forever. So all these guys who say they didn't take freaking steroids, they're full of fucking shit. Because guess what? That's not a steroid, but still, it keeps you awake, makes you more alert. Oh, everybody does speed. Stop it. Uh, Speed goes back as long as baseball is. Now it's Adderalls. Like it's a, a, a fucking amphetamine. It's Adderall. I don't think it's clean enough for me. Al, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey Pepper, how yeah. can you walk around a story holding your head up, knowing you back a rat? I'm fine Look, with he's it. He's never held his head up. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with fucking being again. I'm gonna go get a goddamn A Rod jersey. I'm you're so fucking happy with the like guy. A, you might as well be a snitch yourself. I, I, I can do with your trust. He's you wearing now. a fucking T-shirt that says the Bull. The bull tucks. No, I rock those stop snitching t-shirts. They are so popular in the hood. I forgot the. It was like one summer. It was like it was just yeah. constantly people with stop signs on their fucking shirts. And everybody got mad at rappers for uh, promoting it and helping out. What was that the early nineties? I that was in the two thousands. Was it really? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, some rappers start like um, I guess popularized it because dudes in the hood just were wearing it. You know, for dudes in the hood. And then the cops were like stop wearing those t-shirts. It's like a history lesson in hip hop when I listen to you. Thank you. I you know, know a lot about it. Yeah. Like I don't know why you're not over at Shave Forty Five. I'll, I'll teach him a thing or two. I know about Young Jeezy the Snowman. And he's not talking about actual snow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was like snow days. Uh. Uh-uh. Cocaine. Brick. Brick house. Um. Uh, here's uh, Tony Pittsburgh. Hey, Pepper. Yeah. Pitches get pitches. Oh, give me a fucking... Well, they get hit on the first fucking try, Dempster, you bum. Was the snitches get pitches? <laughs> I guess in baseball? <laughs> Dempster should have pulled a knife and fucking sh- fucking shivved him up. Why? Let me... I would, I would think A-Rod would have a case to go against uh, Major League Baseball here if this keeps happening, if they can't protect his safety during a game. He's not worried. His fucking safety was protected by hitting that home run. <laughs> and, and fucking people that are coming out for A Rod, no one's going to hit him again. Hey, how about when they even gave him a fucking hit on that error? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was fucking hysterical. <laughs> you want to put that in your report to Major League Baseball, the one that you write about safety, worried about your safety. No, you know, I'm starting to hear some stuff that A Rod's not safe. Oh, no. You should just have a vest on when he walks out. Send the buy in here. I want him to fucking talk like that girl earlier. Bob, just bring it. fucking lashing out at Chris Stanley. What? <laughs> I like how she just had one catchphrase. He should have sat his ass down. Yeah, I know. I know, lady. I know. I know. But I remember when you were acting like nothing was going to happen, A-Rod. We said they were trying to fucking drum him out of baseball. You're like, no. And look at this. Now they're trying to kill the fucking man.
They uh, try harder. Ryan Dempster would not be the guy I would pick to try to kill A-Rod. Who would you want? I'd probably take Verlander. You really want... You You hate A-Rod, too, now? Uh, I, A-Rod was... When I was a kid, A-Rod was, like, my favorite player. Then he came out and then he took steroids. It was emotionally devastating for me. Then Ryan Dempster pulls what he pulled last night, and I'm like, A-Rod's the man when he hit that right. home run. But after A-Rod got caught, you were like that guy in Anchorman. Why? Why would you do this? Why? Uh, you were in the big uh, Intern Olympics this week. Two teams against each other. What was the final score on that? Uh, we had some Soviet judges, so it's still up for debate. It's the uh, voting. Let's do it properly. What is it, Chris? The final the results, Molly and Joe show 69%. Let's call it. Bond Shelby, 31%. You and Shelby, I think both uh, bright futures ahead of you. Never should have put you two guys together. Frickin' freck. Yeah, we have different skill sets, that's fair to say. I don't think either one of you guys listened to the other person the whole time you were out there. You need, here's what I think for you, Ba. You need an ex-jock. You need to be one of those guys who's doing the show with an ex-jock. Maybe when Dempster retires. <laughs> no, I think somebody in the football field. Okay. <laughs> I, you're more of a football guy than a baseball guy, right? Yeah, football is my favorite sport. Yeah. So we're going to get you with... Um, I don't know, Strahan doing anything now? Uh, I think he's he's got, a, he's got a gig. What time? Early morning. Okay, so available for afternoon drive. <laughs> he he could be with Grossman once Gross, Rex Grossman retires. I think that would be awesome. Maybe an old coach. Oh, shit. Maybe Ryan will be ready to go. I'm sure Ryan's going to stay in Jersey, too. I think he loves it there. I don't know. I think he's going to be out now fast. <laughs> I don't think he makes the season. By the way, since we're talking baseball, you want to talk fucking just the saddest thing ever. What they did to Charlie in Philadelphia. Oof. With what, 40, is what, 40 games left? Something like that? Fucking classless. <laughs> really? It doesn't make he any He is the sense. best coach in the history of your fucking team that's been around forever. They don't give. They don't let it just right out the season. Right the, out the season. There's forty games left. There's this somebody season. said Sandberg was really pushing for it. Like I really, you know, I just don't know whether you guys are going to back out on me. Wow. I don't know what happened. It was too sad for me to see. And that was the guy when he came in. I go, why did they get this fucking idiot who just fell off the turnip truck? <laughs> he is going to be the biggest disaster. I, I, it was a fucking really sad thing to see. But that's what that sport does. You know? It was a shock. Because the move makes no sense. It just well, makes I mean, everyone it, look It bad. wasn't a shock what's happened over the past you know, month and a half down there. But With 40 games, what's, nothing's going to change in these 40 games. Fucking let the man let the have, have some fucking respect. Let the fucking fans say thanks for finally bringing us a goddamn World Series. It's a fucking hard thing to do. I don't ever understood why they did that in... In baseball, I mean, the manager, other than setting the lineup, it's the Phillies are not going to make the playoffs. They're not a good team. Well, There's they want to see how Sandberg plays out the rest of the year. Maybe they don't even believe in him. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I wish they could have fired the fucking team and kept Charlie right now. It was just sad. Because, you know, he's an old guy. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it looked like he didn't see it coming. <laughs> I bet he didn't. I bet. This is just, she's, 
It's good, fellas. And by the way, you don't just make out the fucking lineup when you're in the National League. You're thinking American League where you fucking make the lineup and you just fucking sit there and watch what happens. National League's the fucking managers manage. You gotta be on that fucking team. You're making moves. 69 years old. Thrown to the fucking curb. Kick through the barbershop window. That's what happened to him. Kicked through the barbershop window. Super kicked by fucking Sandberg. Did you know that it wasn't going well for you and Shelby during that? I would say in the beginning it was rough. We had some more chemistry towards the end, but Shelby and I have philosophical differences in the way we view things. No, you're saying it went better once he went into his stand-up? Right, yeah. Originally, I, I offered Shelby. I said, Shelby, how about I do a couple minutes on sports, and then yeah. you do a couple minutes of stand-up. We'll see how it goes. He's like, no. That's I don't want to do impre- that. That's oh. a good impression. Oh, shit. Cause he no. does. It's a bar down. He does. The, he is effeminate. I don't understand it. No one even likes sports. I'm like, how do you not like sports? It's like a billion-dollar industry. No one likes it. A billion-dollar industry? Any one team is a billion-dollar exactly. More than a billion. <laughs> the the Cowboys, Cowboys are two billion. The stadium is a billion. That puts in perspective. Wow, infighting. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. I mean, after, you know, right now Molly and Joe are off drinking pina coladas and and listening to steel drum music. You know, the winners go to spoils after, uh, you know, a big loss like this. It's really because, like I said, out of all the people, I think Bob's got the the best chance to win and work at a, a radio station. But now I'm I'm wondering because you and Shelb couldn't find that magic thing. And I'll give Molly credit for this. She found chemistry with a lunatic. Real crazy person. Kokomo Joe. I mean, Joe didn't even attempt to help <laughs> at all. There was no... Um, he tried to derail. Yeah, exactly. I, do your Shelby impression again. No. Bah. No. What if you like? What if Shelby had to come in and tell you that he just shit his pants? How would that sound? Bah! I just shit my pants. So that's fucking great. That's clean, really him. Did you even clean it up, or you just, is it still there? Send him in. No, that's good. That's good. Send Shelby in. Oh man, this is this is fucking nuts. I did not see this shit coming. Fez is writing something down right now. He's probably saying that uh, Shelby feels for his safety. (laughs) Shelby, you agree? You take the full heat for the big loss? Yeah, I feel more disappointed in myself, honestly. <laughs> That's classy. I That's fucking that classy. That I'm disappointed in myself. Is that Bob talking? I'm disappointed in myself. That's what you. That's what you sound like doing me. That's the closest to you that you, we can get. Here, this is Bob. Hey, everybody, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be talking about uh, the San Francisco Giants this week. And, That's uh, true. A lot of stuff going on with them. Uh, let's kick it over to the weather guy now. <laughs> he got the right cadence. His uh, his tone's a little deep though. Did you really talk that way, or is that just from being a sports fan? That you listen to other sports announcers? No, no. Listen, I felt when we were doing sports... I had a rough train ride in this morning. It was bumper to bumper, you guys. Uh, I almost didn't get here on time. That's nice. Trains should be bumper to bumper. I felt like I had to... uh, (laughs) Good point. I felt like I had to set Shelby up when we were talking about sports. That's not the way I would normally do it. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, when you have someone that... When they look at you and they say, 
I don't even think sports matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I don't want to do it. Anybody that does sports is the equivalent of a saltine cracker. It's very difficult. Oh. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think I called yeah. you a saltine. He said I'm the like equivalent a of a saltine cracker. Not even a... Not even like a honey mustard or barbecue triscuit. This thing turned so ugly. Yeah, they were bad. a big team. You picked him. I tried to put you with Molly, yeah, and you're like, no, like, I want Bob. The second worst mistake I've ever made in my life. <laughs> what was the first worst? I was offered to join the Harlem Globetrotters at God high school. damn it. That's fucking crazy. I know. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. The, uh, the interns each got 15 minutes the other day. Shelb, I notice you do have a lot of fans out there. Yeah. But a lot of your fans voted against your show. As they should have. As they should have. You felt, you felt like you weren't going to win even before hearing Molly's show? No. I was like, this is, this is garbage. Useless. Here's what Molly did that was so smart for her show. She put the other guy over. You know what I mean? Like, she was like... She treated Joe like he was interesting. Where... I remember at one point Bob laughed at you, and you just mocked his fucking laugh out like he was an idiot. I'm a and you weren't person. fake laughing, Bob. Uh, once I fake laugh once. Well, listen, Air Bud beating up Air Bud—that's tough. You know, it's you gold. felt like you had to sell it that's for him. Gold. Yeah, I mean, you know, Michael Vick is not my favorite player. He is Shelby, so. But Bob, I did hear a thing where you were saying uh, the most ridiculous sports movie. And your favorite sports movie were the same thing, Rocky Four. I respect the ridiculousness so much. You know how many like great it. sports movies have been done? Yeah. And then you pick Rocky Four as your favorite. Well, listen, it's not. It's about the fourth best Rocky movie. Oh no! The first Rocky movie is a fucking great film. It won the Oscar. It's probably the, the rest of them are fucking throwaways. It's probably the third best Rocky movie. The last hour of Rocky Four is a montage. There's no like dialogue. It's just one. I montage. think Invincible, the Vince Pimpali story, was better <laughs> than Rocky Four. Um, here is uh, Eric. You're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Say, I just wanted to say, uh, classic shell, dude. You know, sports can be uh, not so interesting for you, but to fill a little bit of time, man, just do a little bit of research, say what you got to say. Yeah, it's interesting and, uh, if and, you and have keep to like people interested for fifteen minutes, dude. Yeah, it's like if if there's something interesting in sports, then talk about it. But just like to force yourself to talk about it for a whole show, I don't understand why you'd box yourself in like that. Well, you didn't. You know, you brought up that Air Bud bullshit, you know, and it was funny. That was good how you cracked on that, and you filled up that time. Yeah, everybody that loved one. the Air Bud stuff. <laughs> but, you know, spend a little bit more time. I mean, time you, you actually took the piss out of Air Bud, and that's never happened before. And that was on this weekend, and I watched it. <laughs> well, nice. How old is that film? Oh, it's uh, mid-90s? 97. Okay, so it's ripped from the headlines, <laughs> just not the headlines of this decade or the one before it. There it is, 1997. I'm like, fuck, somebody finally took down Air Buds <laughs> off their fucking high horse after all these years. I was sick of people talking it up all the time. All right, Shelby, if you didn't want to do sports, right, why did you pick a sports guy to do the show with? What did you think he was going to do? I don't know. I don't... Porn he, talk? Sure, let's talk porn, but let's get it on. Right? That was what I, I wanted to do. It's good. Keep going with that. Now, I'll say this. I will. Molly found somebody that she shouldn't have had chemistry with, and that show was seamless. 
And I, I don't know if I could have done a show with fucking Joe without fucking running at him. Well, somebody actually uh, edited, they sent me this, they edited the Wikipedia page. Actually, Bob, if you want to go ahead and read that, you can love to. Molly and Joe show was a 15-minute radio show that lost the intern Olympics during the summer of 2013. Classic Shelb and some other douche, nice, won instead of blowing each other on the air. That was actually my first thing, but Shelby That's said no. That's on Wikipedia? That's wrong. Come on. We'll take that down here pretty soon. Where's the reference? I'm leaving that? it up. I'm going to check with the people. No, I don't feel like I'm safe at work. Put that <laughs> in the report. I don't feel any safety, Fez. Hicks, hey, so you want to try to do something with Dave? We are doing something But with I mean, Dave. seriously. Not just fucking around. Dave Max like, Sports really, Program? Yeah, like really say, for the next 15 minutes, we're going to prepare and go for it. We are going for it. Every Saturday night and every week. Every Wednesday on Riotcast. I think it sounds like a drunk fest to me. Oh, no. Sober. It sounds like two drunks drinking. Sober. Just shitties and cumsies oh, and all that. You're shitty and you're cum, okay? <laughs> He's doing the catchphrases from your show. That's a couple of them. There's Succulator, too. <laughs> Dick. Succulator. Oh, no, Dave. We can't do that. I didn't even hear you do that. I just heard somebody else bitch about it last week. <laughs> You want to take these guys on, Chris? Intern Olympics? Intern? <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm a You producer. used to be an intern. Yes. I've now you feel like world. you're too good for it? <laughs> not that they would look bad. Producer versus Intern Olympics? Not going to happen. I'll challenge Hicks. I'm, in, I'm game. Oh! Fuck off. Shit! Someone's afraid Fuck of me. Fuck off. Please. Dude, I'm the fucking longest running fucking producer <laughs> on this fucking show. All time. So I don't need any fucking shit it's from you. We're not talking and about I picked you fucking guys, and you fucking let me down. Both of you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not saying like I'm a better producer, but I think I could do a better monologue. But it's always a good idea when you see when someone gets really pissed. Yeah. And they're a lunatic. Poke the bear. To just, yeah. 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 All right, go in and check the phones, Bob. Jump on those. Huh? Check the phones. Try to let the fucking radio shark through. I can fucking run, I can do the phones and run the fucking board at the same fucking time. I know. He's fucking a dick. Not you. Were not you. Him, him Bob. <laughs> Yeah. Now I worry. Put that in your report. I worry about boss safety. I worry about the safety of that person. He's perfectly safe here. Send Molly in. <laughs> Send the victor in. With her victory music. Bring in the fucking winner. Oh, her victory music. There she comes, the big winner. Hi. Not even close. What was it? Sixty-nine percent of the vote. Beat down. Uh, mommy, don't challenge Hicks to anything. <laughs> um, after the weekend, he's in a really bad mood. His favorite player got thrown at. Yeah, it's just actually, yeah, it, it, it fucked up the entire weekend for me. And the, the beginning of your new week. Yeah, it's fucking rolling into some shit fest. Molly, did you think it would be that big of a blowout? Uh, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I was feeling pretty confident about our show. Even before you heard their show? No, before I heard their show, I was, like, I thought it was, like, a B, B, half of a plus. Yeah. And then after I heard their show, I felt, like, pretty good about it. <laughs> well, no offense, Job. No, did no, you... accurate. <laughs> when you went back and listened to it, did you even notice how crazy Joe was talking? 
Uh, yeah. Well, not the time that we listened to it, like, before, but when I, I listened to it on, uh, like, later, during, like, one of the replays, and it, he, he did sound a little crazy. Uh, I would have shipped him if I was you. <laughs> I would have shipped him. What house in Harry Potter are you guys part of? <laughs> Hogwarts. What would you be in, Chris? I guess I'd want to be out. What's when the one? What's the one with the Harry Potter's in the fucking? That oh, one's... Gryffindor. Sure, yeah, that one. Oh, either that or like college, you'd be thrown out of your house <laughs> for threatening <laughs> your roommate. Bullshit. Your, ro- you. your roommates did not feel safe. <laughs> Fuck you, Dumbledore. It became a safety issue. <laughs> thirteen roommates. Fucking two semesters. What's up? Did you really? Yeah, thirteen roommates. Did that after a while make you feel bad at your, about yourself? Like maybe you're a fuck up? Never. But looking back, I do feel pretty bad. Like one, there was one kid, right? He was a larper, and yeah. he was his dad. He was like Hasidic Jewish or like close to it. Like he was pretty hardcore Jewish. And his father, who was a rabbi, came in one day after a party, saw the place, and was like. Zach, you're leaving right now. And then the father. What did the place look like? It was like right after a party, and um, it was like towards the end of the semester, so things were getting really lax. So there was a garbage pile in the middle of the living room. (laughs) Why didn't you just get a fucking trash can? (laughs) It was filled. It was bad. It was a bad time in my life. If looking, if I really want to think about it, sounds like a great time. (laughs) Well, you know, at the time I was having, I was blacked out four nights a week. (laughs) Uh, Now that you've calmed down a little bit, do you want to apologize to Bob? I don't think Bob should be fucking making goddamn fucking crazy statements like that. Bob can fucking answer the phones. Just take this prick down. (laughs) That was a bad joke. I'm always, it's always funny to me when people don't understand that they're in danger. (laughs) It's that lack of street sense. Sometimes a switch gets flipped. I know it does. I can see it from here. Fez is holding on to the fucking table over there. He was a nervous wreck. Fez, you're safe. He thought it was turning anti-gay. Oh, no, never. Never? Never. <laughs> um, well, it's over. A crushing defeat for the boys and the two girls won. Good for you, ladies. Thanks. <laughs> I think Joe says he's a man, though. <clears throat> no way. Can't confirm or deny that. No way. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that Joe looks completely different without his hat on? Have you ever seen him without a hat on? Why? What's he look like? He just looks completely different. He like, looks like a lot like... A freak like, show? I don't know what the word is. Like, yuppie I guess. Gayer? <laughs> well, he's from Wisconsin or some fucking <laughs> harmless place. I think Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. He's a Vikings fan. That's what I said. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Why are they? Why would like you live there? Like, there's other places. Yeah, live. but they're not like, as cold so as he cold wants there. to be. See, he likes to fish, but he likes to cut through ice first. That's shitty. Look, look how fucking north Minnesota is. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's Canada. Oh, it's God. fucking Canada with real money. That's what they call them. That's what it says on their license plate. <laughs> fucking Canadians on their five dollar bill. There's people playing hockey. There's like kids yeah. playing hockey on a fucking rink. That does that doesn't belong on money. Yeah, it's a really sure nice it poem too. It's very inspiring. I didn't read no poem. I was just saw this is this is ridiculous. I'm not fucking buying anything with this. This yeah, every, every time like you're in Canada, you always get that feeling when someone gives you change. You're like, hey, 
All right, yeah, okay. It's 20 bucks. And then you'll, like, offend them by going, no, this is accepted everywhere. They're like, they're always offended. <laughs> I don't know what their problem is. Give her these fucking dollar coins. I like it because it's all different colors, though. It's pretty. Um, somebody wants to congratulate you. Go ahead, Janice. Hey, Ronnie, I just want to say congratulations to Molly and Joe. It was yeah. it was so much fun. Oh, thanks, Janice. You did a great job. It's thanks. just kind of sad to say that in front of Shelby, though. I, I'm sorry, Shelby. <laughs> you did, He's you, crying. Won, you rolled with the punches. It's a big, you did. It's a big thing. I liked at the end, you just broke out and just started fucking just grabbing the mic, just doing your stand-up. I was proud of you for that. But I was like, he was so much louder and forceful than he is on this show. It was weird, from the very beginning. I was, yeah. trying, I think I was trying to mock out Ba, like, subconsciously. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not a team. Well, everybody did great, but it was it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, do you remember the baseball fight when... Uh, a drunken man and his son, they had no shirts on. And oh, in Chicago, they attacked yeah. the first base coach. Yeah, I do remember that. And the whole bench, is, it cracked me up because the bench is cleared, and there wasn't a mark on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. No, no shirts on, but it's like it was such a great baseball fight. <laughs> yeah, baseball players <laughs> are... <laughs> uh, they're somewhat posing when it comes to fight. They're not exactly hockey fights. <laughs> In baseball. A lot of times they run out and grab each other's shirts. <laughs> the other great thing that they'll do when they clear benches is that the uh, the pitchers will come running in from the outfield to get in the fight, but be running next to each other. Why, if you want to get in a fight, get in a fight right there with those other pitchers. Come on, two fucking brawls. And there's a fight in the left field now. <laughs> I never got that. I'd just be hanging back, like, over oh, there a second. You guys keep going. <laughs> Come on. Have you ever I been in a fight in your workshop? Just one. How? What happened? Someone fucking tired of your shit? I think it was, like, in gym, and then some, like, really poor kid called me a midget. And then I wanted, I wanted to, like, impress my friend, so I just, like, punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking started it? I think like I acted like like oh I'm yeah. gonna do it, but then everybody thought I was gonna really do it, and I was like oh, I should right, probably do something. Yeah. How did the fight itself go? Like he started like tackling me, but he like smells like really bad. Yeah. You know, he was poor and all. Right. So then uh, I think like they just like broke it up pretty quickly, but it was the talk of talk oh, of the sure. town. <laughs> so it was a nice thing to bask in the post fight at school. Yeah, it got a little fucking crazy. He starts again. Somebody's going to get cut. Feel good about beating up a malnourished poor kid? Yeah. The kid's here from Ethiopia. He's a fucking stage dude. Punch him right in his giant belly. Knock the fucking flies off his face. All right, darling Janice. Oh, thanks. And uh, did, did you get the... I, I'm sorry. Good. When I told you about the Comiskey bricks, yeah, no. Did you get the, the um, letter where yeah. we crawled, we, Mike crawled under the fence when they were tearing down Comiskey and uh, got some bricks from the old park, and one was completely white, and he made that, he gave it to my uncle, who was a big fan. And then when I went back to our home after I was moved out, the only thing left were the two other bricks. <laughs> no. So I... Uh, I made a nice sign for it and gave it to the 
chef owner where I always go to eat because he always wears his socks in. And uh, so now he's taking me and two employees to some game coming up. <laughs> oh, we're going to some White Sox game. Nice. Good he's a ticket holder, but... Uh, it was so funny that here, here the only thing left in the house are these two bricks. I, it, how odd that they got left behind, and yeah. no one would even know what they were. <laughs> no. All right, darling, good to talk well, to you. It's my fun story. <laughs> it's a great one. Peace. <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks. My grandmother's maiden name was Kumiski. I should have some of that money coming towards me. You just said Kumsky? <laughs> Kumsky. <laughs> I always have a hard time with that word. You don't know your grandmother's own name. Kumsky. 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 There you go. <laughs> I want to say Kumsky. <laughs> yeah, you, no. You actually did say that. Like a fucking lunatic. Kumsky. I should look into that, see if I can get some Kumsky money. <laughs> Really? I'm not, I don't know if I've ever been this embarrassed for another person. <laughs> you just called your grandmother Kumskis. <laughs> I wish Ba was in here to take you down a fucking peg. Kumiski. It's Kumiski. <laughs> yes, it is. And everyone on the planet knows it. I Someone must have fucking said Kumiski before me. Never. Never, Never once. Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck. Because uh, I'm checking in with the Library of Congress and yeah. they have all the Twitters. Oh, shit. Saved forever. All the Twitters. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, it's C O M, not C U M. I Fucking lunatic. <laughs> oh, um, there is uh, a lot going on today, but uh, I really, I really do like uh, the fact that this woman is suing the NYPD for rescuing her from a suicide attempt years ago and then i guess they bragged about it and put it in the paper and now people won't hire her yeah that's her beef it was 12 years ago she was 15 when she uh jumped on the tracks to try to uh kill herself and now she's trying to get seven million out of the nypd i'd say just give it to her <laughs> i don't i don't mind shit if fucking this lady gets i'm gonna fucking try to kill myself and then fucking get the money 12 years from now too doesn't worry about it. just get into that you promised you're going to try to kill yourself. <laughs> try. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to try that hard. More cry for help. Yeah. I'll be easily savable. You can't give it to her. That's the... When you make your suicide a public spectacle, there's so many different ways you could kill yourself that don't involve the public. Let's list them all. <laughs> Pills. There's was... a gunshot wound at home. He was joking. The hanging. Carbon dioxide. Uh, I think we all agree that this woman's mentally ill, right? Yeah. Okay. I really hate the yell at her then. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy bitch! It's because of the background checks. Because uh, the fucking suicide comes up in background checks. Now, here's the, here, here's the reason why she might have a case. She was a kid. She was a child, and they put her name out. That's the thing that she may have a case. So I think it's just coming out in police reports. Like when you do a background check, anything's going to come up in that. No way. Not from when if you're under 18. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> you could have even been busted selling THC at an Aerosmith show. They, Doesn't fucking show up. They seal those records, and once you're 18, yeah. they expunge them. 
They'll just throw them out. So then why does she... I guess she, those murders. What's the record that she has, like, on her... It made the paper, I guess. Yeah, if they oh. just Google her name, which they'll do, like, if they're searching, like, for your Facebook for anybody. these days, it'll just probably the first search. Mm. There's no such thing as privacy. Nope. Um... But the thing is that you could look at her as being a victim since she was a kid with some kind of mental illness. And do they need to put her fucking name out? She must have consented to that or something. There's no other way to just like... No. They, they, even if she did consent, she'd be 15. That's true. Yeah. Maybe her parents did it. Why? I don't know. Look, I want you to put her name <laughs> in the paper. We're trying to get some heat for our candy store. But it's this give and take that's always fun. But uh, there's details of the report out there. I mean, did she, you can't, she can't put a minor back. Well, what if she was fucking raped? Would they put her name out? No, that's against the law. Well, why can't they fucking give the same thing to a 15-year-old kid who tried something stupid? Why wouldn't they give him the same fucking thing? It's pretty bad. I mean, she fucking fucking throws off of a goddamn train. And missed? I guess so. I mean, talk about the easiest thing you could do. <laughs> Just step. That's how I do it. Jump in front of the goddamn end train. Peace out, world. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you think about this a lot? There's no way I want to go be chewed up on the tracks. I feel it would be so fat. Like, it maybe, looks like it right What now. if it does it? What if it just slices your... Um, Fucking legs off. Oh, that would be. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I'd be. I'd hope to bleed out. Hopefully, they wouldn't be able to get to me. <laughs> I'd hope. It looks crazy painful. It does look crazy. Your painful. body pretty much explodes. It's torn apart. But also, it's so bad for everyone, everyone else in the. In that's the, station. the thing. That's why so those fuckers said. I'm fucking doing it. And you think it's bad, but some people are like, "This is fucking great." Now I get a little late for work. <laughs> Eating and play popcorn. Birds. <laughs> This is the best morning of my life. It is the adult's <laughs> version of a snow day. No way. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's no, nothing I can do here. I'm fucked. We, see, we can't even take snow days because we can get on the fucking train. Mm. So, like, there'll be a blizzard, and it's the only time a Rob will check in going like this. Uh, well, Steve wants to make sure that if uh, anything, you guys need anything, you got it. I'm like, really? Well, are you guys coming in? No, because we live in the other boroughs. <laughs> There's delays. During that other blizzard, remember they were going around checking? Like like the biggest bosses upstairs were like giving the thumbs up. Like, yeah, we're all in this together. Snow. <laughs> we're going to get through this, guys. We're all here together and we're a team. That was the message I got. Is that what you were told? Yeah. I was like, I guess. <laughs> fucking, my fucking socks are soggy. This sucks. <laughs> uh, here's Gary. You're on the Run of Fest show. Uh, good morning, Ron. Uh, I work around the D.C. subway system, and uh, I respond to people who jump in front of trains. And at last check, the amount of people who die when hit by a train is less than like 48% of the people. What? So you, you've got less than a 50% chance of being killed. But you're more it's, likely, 90% of the time, you're going to lose a body part. Yeah, it's not a smart way to go out, Chris. Shit. I got to rethink this whole thing now. <laughs> yeah. You're just Re going to get dragged. I thought it was like 75% easy. That I'm fucking I still don't even like those numbers. <laughs> Maybe if you take a running start towards it as it's coming and then just... I'll just lay my neck Put your head down. <laughs> <laughs> Put your head down like you're a bull. 
<laughs> and even if you get some like horns or something, like plastic horns to put up. Well, that'll look really fucking crazy. Some I'll, I'll definitely pr- make the cover of the boast. Some people probably make the mistake of doing it at the wrong end of the station, too, where the train's at its slowest. They're just in a bad moment, so they leap I when the train's not at its full speed. I would never leap at the station. I want to get somewhere else. Walk down the tracks. Get really and weird. you know what would be great? To have a sign that said, please, please stop. <laughs> So they feel really, like, responsible. That's a great idea. <laughs> Just fucking ruined some fucking dude's life. Like, I, I fucking thought I, I didn't see him in time. And just crying to the therapist the rest like, of his life. The really great thing, like if you jumped off a bridge or something, is to be holding on to an umbrella so people would argue later. Did he really think <laughs> that would work? I don't think it was a suicide. It was just an experiment gone awry. <laughs> Everyone blames it on Mary Poppins then. Yeah. 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 Another Poppins fucking death. <laughs> He's going to be subpoenaed. <laughs> but to get back to the central thing, this fucking kid, as I look into this, may have a fucking case. I wonder why they put her name out when she was underage. They fucked up. And they, she's going she's gonna to get something. They're not, she's not going to get the $7 million. They'll settle out of court put the, to make this go away. Because even if you get busted for fucking a lot of crimes, they'll just say a minor. If it was like two 21-year-olds and 17 or 15, they won't release the names of the minors, but they'll release right. the names of the other two. Yeah. I mean, you could even be a rapist if you're a fucking minor. They keep it out of the paper. What is she suing for? Money. Uh, for ruining her reputation by putting her name out there. I mean, obviously no one's going to fucking hire her for anything. <laughs> yeah, when apparently uh, people she's trying to apply for jobs at, pictures of her at the ho- in a hospital bed and pictures of her on the tracks come up. See, the thing is, I'd, I'd say to her, but, you know, we everything checks out in your resume. But we try to stay uh, away from trains in this business. You seem to like them a lot. I can't have one of my employees laying in front of a train. <laughs> it's going to look bad for this entire corporation. Um, train, train. That's too bad, though. I think she would have uh, worked out. Um, Sean, you're on the run of Fez show. How you doing, guys? Yeah. So I was uh, I was 15, and I got arrested for, for weed. I had, like, a nickel bag on me or something like that. And later on in life, I go with my girl. I'm maybe, like, 21 now. And I go with my girl, and we pick up a Father's Day gift. We drop it back off at her parents' house. Her parents were down the shore at the time. And uh, later on that night, someone stole it. Someone went into the garage and stole it. And the cops kept on questioning me, and I was like, no, I was with her. I didn't take it. You know, it was so obvious I didn't take it. So later on, a week later, her and her pops go down to the police station to get the police report for her homeowner's insurance so they get money for the gift. It was like $200, you know, uh, tool set. And uh, the cops say, well, you know, her boyfriend got arrested when he was younger, when he was 15 for, for marijuana. And they're not supposed to do that. I don't know. Was wasn't it? Were you told that it was sealed? See, it, it, yeah, it was sealed. When I didn't even, I didn't even get in trouble. I didn't do community service. Nothing. I went in front of this board, and since I had no prior charges, you know, being was young like that. Was it a like small that, town, no though? Charges. I'm sorry. Was it a small town? Yeah, it's a small town. See, that could be just people talk like they know no, shit. No, but that's the thing. Uh, that happened in the town next door to me. 
And when they went to the police station, they went for the town that, you know, I was living. So it was a town over. If I was you, I'd live my entire life paranoid now. <laughs> I'd be fucking freaked out and paranoid. They're watching you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, you know, at least we had some privacy in our life. You two guys, everything will be out. I can never run for president. No. No one will be able to. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That, you know, if, if everybody's going to have, like, a digital dossier, everyone's going to have, like, dirt on them. So then people will maybe be more understanding when it comes up later in, in, like, the campaign or whatever. Yeah, but don't you think privacy is important at all? Yeah, totally. I think... I think privacy is important. Actually, maybe it's like losing its value a little bit because no one I know has, it's lost its value. Yeah, because no one has privacy like they used to have. Now it's sort of like we're feeling like it's a level playing field mm -hmm. about all of us not having privacy, so maybe that makes it okay, but maybe it doesn't. Yeah, I don't think it does. I love the fact that not everybody can reach me. And I'm on the fucking radio, and I'm more private than the fucking listeners most of the time. <laughs> and people are always going, um, what's your Facebook? I don't have one. Twitter? I can't believe how many middle-aged people talk about Facebook now. It's weird. And also use it a little bit incorrectly. Like, I feel like like the understanding of Facebook changes as, as like, the generations All right, change. I want to hear all this. Because right. first it started out just for college kids who wanted to hook up. Yeah. And then I feel like uh, people, like my generation, tends to use it almost like a Twitter, like sort of like live updates, like daily mm -hmm. statuses and stuff like that. And then um, I think like the people a little bit older use it to like check in, like they have. Um, I don't know. There's like an app on Facebook where you can check in at your different locations or whatever. Foursquare. Foursquare. Life, life Foursquare. It uses Foursquare, I guess, and. Um, I feel like people a little bit older than my generation tend to do that more. Like, I went out to a play with some people who were, like, you know, a, like a bit older than me. And, like, I got home and they checked in that we were, like, at that play. Which is not something that anyone my age would ever do. They just wanted to make sure you were okay? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you didn't check in. Is there something wrong? Are you there? You're not on your four square right now. Are you the mayor of this playhouse? Molly, is there something wrong going on? Because I put up a picture of a kitten, and you didn't give it a like. And do we have a problem? I mean, it's been up for 25 minutes. If you're mad, let's talk it out. I know you get that PM me, phone. but give me the like. I'd like to, I mean, it's a lovely kitten. And, you know, it's sitting in front of a, a French flag, and I put wee-wee <laughs> under it because it's taking a piss. Is there a reason you didn't give it a like? The other day, I gave that puppy picture to you as a like, and then I didn't hear back from you. There should be, you no know, like a thanks for the like. Yeah, like you can like a like. Yeah. I like the fact that you liked me. You want to hear something sick that I used to do? Um, when I was like, if I got in a fight with my boyfriend, I would make my friends like, <laughs> like all my stuff <laughs> on Facebook, oh, so Christ. it would pop up in his news. Oh that's God, that's, that's I know, seriously, totally sick psycho. fucking weirdo. Jesus.
Christ. Make sure you like me, and then that way he has to see how good I'm doing without him. Like, like and comment and all that stuff. Look at that picture. How could you not give that a like? Come on, it's a cat with a beret and a <laughs> bow tie. It's adorable. I'd also like that cat's away. It didn't get the amount of likes that I was looking for. Okay, looks like she's at the play. Okay. <laughs> Let me know if you're going to the bathroom later, because some people just rape. <laughs> That's all they do. Sometimes you'll see an old person like confuse their status update for like Google, and their status will just be like casserole, and then like the next one will be like casserole recipe. That's great. I'm gonna give that a like. Also, sometimes older people sign their like posts on Facebook. My mom will be like, "Great picture, honey." XOXO, mom. Oh, XOXO, oh my god. <laughs> See, this is the bad thing too. How can you interact with your friends? And have your mom paying attention. That's impossible. Yeah. Um, I noticed that there's a kegger on Friday. I hope you don't go. I got the invite, too. Is it? Are you at the kegger? <laughs> I liked it, and then I didn't hear back from you. Was there a cover? <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like there's three bands. <laughs> Who brought the tap? <laughs> I have an extra. Your mom could just see like a bikini picture you posted and then 50 guys just write the word damn under it. Oh, so popular. Seems like that new bikini's going over well. I gave it a like, did you notice? One of my friends had a profile picture with her boyfriend and the mom commented, can I like this? Or is that creepy? Is that creepy? Is it creepy that I'm paying attention to, to the conversation you're having with your friends? I'm stalking you right now. But why would you do it? Why would you say, I'm... Uh, this is two worlds to me. It's got to be two worlds. Even worse, um, teachers. People actually are like friends with like professors. No. I don't understand that at all. What? And then the professors will be on their fucking Facebook page? Yeah. No. That's everybody trying to get fucking fired. Everyone is going to get fired. <laughs> and then there's like pictures of everybody getting fucked up, right? Yeah. So like these professors know everything's What was the down. guy from Time Magazine over the weekend? Oh, uh, Grun uh, Michael Grunfeld? Kubskis. No, <laughs> Kaminsky. Yeah, he uh, he got into some serious shit. Uh, Michael Grunwald. He tweeted out this: "I can't wait to write a defense of the drone strike that takes out Julian Assange." And then he's surprised <laughs> that people are acting like Time Magazine has to say, "Well, he doesn't speak for us." Will you give him a fucking byline? No, he's it's no way representative of Times' views. He he re, he regrets having tweeted it and removed it from his feed, even though everyone has um, screen captured and posted all over the internet. So deleting it doesn't help ever. It fuck there's there's always someone. It makes it look like you're even fucking crazier. Yeah, just fucking keep it up there, and you can still apologize, which he still did. He was still fucking retweeting things and explaining and fucking apologizing. Oh, no, because I gave it a like. Oh. I hope everyone doesn't. I just gave it an automatic like. <laughs> That's bad. I better write this up. Take away that like. Um, here's Matt. Matt, you're on the Running Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. My mom has zero clue how to use Facebook, and I don't even want to correct her with her attempting to PM me. <laughs> She'll send me something she did this last week. She's typing, 
so did you hear so-and-so is sleeping with so-and-so? What is he thinking? And it just goes up on my wall, and I think it's the funniest thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't correct her. I just let her run with the shit. So there it is. This is what I live with. Everyone see what I have to put up with in my life. Um, Brian, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing, Ron? Good. I wanted to tell you about the uh, uh, expungement uh, record Good. when you're a minor. Yeah. That doesn't happen automatically when you turn 18. What happens is if you have a lesser charge, they'll put you on an expungement list. And you can have an attorney file with the DA. Yeah, office. you always have to have an attorney involved. Always. To hey, get those you know. things done. But in this kid's case, um, she was mad because it showed up in the paper. And now whatever job she goes for shows a picture of her laying in a fucking hospital bed. And on subway tracks. Yeah. With Dizzy Girl trying to jump in front of trains. How stupid can you be? Well, she's 15, you know, cry for attention. <sighs> Uh, yeah. Chris, didn't you say you almost killed yourself when you were a kid? Well, I was maybe 17, and I uh, thought about throwing myself in front of the N train at Lexington Avenue stop. <laughs> it's always the fucking N train with you. It's... However it comes up. <laughs> I hate it. You hate the N train? Of course I do. You I'm almost fu- spend your last moments almost on the N train. Well, no, no, ruining it ruining it for everyone else. This would be the last moment. But now I have to rethink that. If it's 48% fucking uh, casualty rate, that ain't high enough. <clears throat> well, I just lay my fucking head, neck on the track. I have a funny joke I tell about the N train, but I can't tell you on the air. Oh. You know what? I'll DM it later. Okay, good. Make sure to DM. Don't post it on I'm not sure how that works. No! Make sure you give it a like. <laughs> no! I know a lot of people just have two Facebook accounts so they can like be friends with the parents or whatever and then they just, you know, do all their naughty shit online with the ne- other one. Well, doesn't it catch up on them somehow, though? Not that, that, that I know of. I mean, once the parents are out there searching? I think they like, won't even put up like a, on their, like, when you search for it, their like profile picture won't be them, it'll be something, something just weird. They just go to, to lengths just to hide this fucking other life, their real life from the parents, even though they have now a fake account for the actual parents. It's fucking bizarre. It seems <laughs> like it's too much. Just don't be friends with your parents on Facebook. Just tell your parents to give you some privacy. Need some fucking space, Dad. To, right? For the same reason that there's a fucking bedroom door, <laughs> because that young person needs their own life as well, without you fucking looking around. They want to see you know what what fucking parties are going to. It's fun. All right, this is even weirder though. Sometimes like little kids will follow, like your niece oh, or oh something. Oh God. That's no. I would have to fucking block them. I'm like, no, you're not fucking following my shit. All the little kids in my family, fucking, are on Facebook. They have they, Facebook. Yeah, they they have fucking phones and texting. <laughs> One kid can't even fucking read, but he figured out how to do the voice thing. Holy shit! And he sends crazy fucking texts to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, insane texts. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine what a kid that couldn't even read would have to say over text. If I gotta tell you the truth, he's a little old not to be reading. Oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah, check out my Facebook. You'll get my opinions oh, of it. <laughs> and then it also clicks over to my blog. It's a, My blog is just a chance for me to express my feelings. It's whoever grinds your gears, right? Yeah, and it's a place for me to put my poetry. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know. It's nice. Yeah, it is. Are you thinking about setting up a vlog also? 
How's the vlog work? It's a video blog. Instead of typing, you're just talking to the camera. I'm on it right now. <laughs> I wear a GoPro camera wherever I go, so 24 hours a day <laughs> is vlogging. Everything in HD, people. It's fucking great. I think a vlog is kind of embarrassing because you can tell when it's been edited. Like, there are obviously cuts in the in the tape. Like, when you're vlogging, you can go back and, like, make edits, but with a vlog... Oh, you're talking about, like, in the same way of uh, what uh, Ba and Shelby did with their show the other day, where there's just <laughs> there was these an edit. fucking big edits, like they did it with a grapefruit spoon? I had rant on the Fast and the Furious movies that we'll never see the light of day, Why? apparently. Well, it went over time a little bit. Oh, I don't care about time. I would have loved to have heard that story. You guys are already taking the collar. You were counting the lights. Third one's my favorite of the Fast and the Furious series. I'm the only one who likes Tokyo Drift, but they were really drifting a lot there. Yeah, that's the one. That, that, technically, that's that comes last in the entire series. Everything else is a prequel. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that either until I checked out the Wikipedia page. I've never made it all the way through one of those films. Well, Tokyo Drift is good because the kid is the kid from uh, Sling Blades in it. So that, that's I like that part. And he's drifting. He's fucking fighting gangsters. It's great. And he's not in any of the other movies? Nope. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. No. Money? Oh, yeah. Quick money. People like Japan. Let's send them there. Well, I do like to drift. You know? Yeah, when he got kicked out of school and got sent to Japan, he had no idea what he was doing when he first started drifting. There's some pictures up of the Scientology uh, doomsday fucking thing. Now, this is a way for L. Ron Hubbard to find his way back to Earth after we get in the war of the aliens. Yeah, this is this is pretty fucking... It's in uh, New Mexico. It's in the New Mexico desert. And it's, there's these giant Scientology symbols carved into the, uh, into the basically the wilderness out there. Lee Remedy actually did this with a fucking pizza cutter on her fucking hands and knees. They make the celebrities do it? Yeah. Dicks. Her, Travolta, Cruz, Beck. Everybody was out there. That's really, that's sad. And there's like a mile-long runway, and supposedly there's just vaults and vaults of uh, Elrond's, like, Dianetics carved into steel. Now, we all agree that this is nutty, but how come no one ever says that Brazilian Jesus isn't nutty? And that's like in every movie. Like, as soon as you go to Brazil, they have to do the helicopter shot yeah. about that giant mountain Jesus that I they I think have. they did that in one of the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> and Bad Boys, too. Damn, I, mean. I wish I could have heard this. Gone forever. Which bad boys? The one with Sean Penn in prison? No. Damn, that's my favorite. <laughs> that Brazilian cheese is pretty badass, though. I know, but how is it any? It's not as nutty as the as them scraping some shit in the dirt. <laughs> well, it looks have, like a nice ranch house. Like a that one big block in the Middle East, like that back just square <laughs> cube that people just want to go touch for some reason. What? What is he talking about? Mecca? Yeah. He just called it what? They did a black square cube that they just want to rub themselves again. You know, the black cube religion. First of all, there's too many people there for my fucking claustrophobia. And it's not stopped, too. It never stops moving. Are they open 24-7? I think so. That's too much. I want to try to get there about 3 o'clock in the morning. when it's. Look at this shit. Look how many fucking people are on this black cube. Is that the same one from 2001? They're throwing things in the air, so I don't know. What's the black cube represent? I don't know. It feels looks like it's like there's something inside that cube that maybe they're trying to get to. <laughs> I'm not 
trying to get to it. They would have got to it by now. They keep circling it. Yeah, so, they're constantly circling it. Yeah, yeah. And, and any, any Muslim outside of Mecca is praying towards it three times a day. I think it's a Dunkin' Donuts that just got condemned. You know what? Jesus That's the kind Christ. of stuff that gets people on some kind of hit list. You realize what the fuck you're saying, Shelby, huh? Let's go back to making fun of the Scientologist. Yeah, that's fine. That's fucking easier. <laughs> They'll cut off people's heads. God bless them. God bless the Scientologists. Oh, they're great. And, quite frankly, for being a smaller religion, they've got more star power than anybody else. <laughs> like the most star power. Yeah. Well, the Catholics have Regis. That's always nice. True. And I understand why they built it in the desert. Like, if the fucking world ends... Right, this is what it's for. All the clear motherfuckers are supposed to come back and land there. Just get some nicer fucking. At least some places isn't hot. But also, if the world ends, then what, isn't that place going to get destroyed? No, no, it's in the middle of nowhere in the desert. But there's also places in the middle of nowhere that isn't desert. Where would you put them? In a cornfield? Uh, maybe Montana. It still seems nice up there. This is cheap property. <laughs> they were glad to get it. Oh, they got money. They're building. They're building vaults into fucking mountains. They got the cash. Oh, they got to hide those tapes. Oh, they should make a reality TV show about that house. It's like kind of like the real world, but like the real after world. Big Brother Scientology. Yeah. When seven Scientologists get together <laughs> and start getting clear. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking thing filled asshole. You can go straight to <laughs> fucking hell. I don't need this shit. Start and do your Tom Cruise impression. That would be really great. <laughs> You're being glib. You're being him? glib. Is that him? Yeah, this is me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, slightly pick it up. Bob did a better impression than you. <laughs> that was funny. I feel bad that you chucked Bob out. You I thought today was going to be his day. I don't know. I thought today was. Gonna, I thought today was going to be my day until last night. Fucking uh, dreaming bum pictures of trying to hurt A Rod. He's, he's not saying. You're out of there. your mind. Yeah. Fucking livid. Uh, this went up over the weekend. People are now saying that One Direction copied Baba O'Reilly. Oh, no. One they, they have this new song, and at the beginning, it sounds suspiciously like the beginning of Baba O'Reilly. All right. Let's take a listen. I want to hear it. I swear to God, if you if they fucking rip them off. I think you have to like scroll till like two minutes in about because they do some like dumb little sketch. I don't think yeah, I want to see. I want to see the sketch first. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good man. I know. I know. Oh my God, it's Come in. Are they all the uh, One, One Direction guys? Who? One Direction? They're making their new movie. That's really. I was only sure. joking when I say I want to see it. There we go. Take a look at some of the styling options for the film. Now, personally, I think this one is the one. Absolutely not. We'd never wear that. Right. How about this one? No. It tested oh, really well. I don't well. hear it. Never. I don't hear it. <laughs> Ta-da! Now, supposedly a bunch of 1D fans were attacking uh, old Pete Townsend on Twitter, so he had to say he's not the one saying it. That must have been getting him hot. All those he's like, Stop it. <laughs> Stop <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> 
Oh, come on. I compare it to <laughs> the Uno. All right. Here's, here's the fucking tried and true. This sounds more like One Direction than anything. <laughs> Wait, two keys? No, it came before them. Did it? Yes! <laughs> what happened first? I think it's funny that we even had to put out the original one. Like, we all didn't hear it as soon. Posterity. But Townsend said, come on, it's just a couple chords. What's the big deal? I ripped off chords myself. That's, that's classy of him. Well, he's good with the kids. <laughs> oh, too good. Then he screamed, I can't hear. I fucked my ears up playing rock. These boy band fans are, are the most hardcore of any fan base. Something else happened over the weekend. There's a documentary about... I guess One Direction or their fans that was made mm -hmm. and how just nuts they are and like just way too into it and it was like portraying them in negative light so then allegedly which is completely not true like like 42 like like male fans that are obsessed with them kill themselves which is totally untrue or there'd be like reports about it in the news but like all the teens so were saying like see what you did you made them all kill themselves you know they're sleeping outside for the today show the kids started sleeping outside like a couple days ago for friday's today show with one day so they're, they're in for the whole week yeah just to see one day just to see one day have the best fucking time of their lives. Well, I guess, well, I guess when they came up here, it was pretty. It was pretty hardcore. There was a lot of security. Mm, I don't know. I didn't see any. I thought they just walked in. <laughs> My favorite is Ringo Jr. Is that his name? I don't know. I know they all like date. Like, they're always in the news for like dating, like Taylor Swift. I think all of them dated her at some point. <laughs> She wrote a song, I Got Gang Banged by One Direction. That fucking hurts. The one D train fucking ran right through me. Oh, I, never no. I got 5D. <laughs> Not 1D, it's 5D. Every hole, boys. Every <laughs> hole. Two hands, too. We gotta get Rob to talk about his Taylor Swift show. <laughs> he fucking loved it. I wanna uh, figure out why they don't have the song in the summer. If they're so damn big. Are they bigger in Europe? Or no. It's, it's all America, right? No, they're big everywhere. Jesus. And I think they were like, aren't they a band that came from one of those vote-off shows? Yeah, they all were like, audition as like single people, and then Simon Cowell put them together. And Simon Cowell fucking, yeah. Bank off of them. He's the cuckle master. Yeah. He's cuckling put it together. Money. <laughs> what do you think the cutoff age for listening to that music should be? 40. <laughs> <laughs> I think once you're 40, you look stupid. It would be funny just to see a bunch of dudes just go there and get tickets and stand in the middle of it. So creepy. Like a brony thing, but for One Direction. That's fucking so funny. We gotta do it. Well, that, well, that one guy tried to fucking meet Taylor Swift, that 39-year-old dude. Yeah. And, they kept, and they kept cock-blocking him. He tried to get to meet One Direction, Selena Gomez. All of them, and he's winning every one, but they cut shutting down the contest. Seems like he's a big fan. Yeah, I know. He just wants to meet them, smell her hair. Give him a fucking break. My niece is 10, and she went to her first concert last night. Nice. Victoria Justice. I know, I've never even oh, heard of that. I've never her. heard of this person in my life. It sounds like some sort of legal drama. 
She's a. She was on Zoe 101. Okay, so now I got to figure out who Zoe 101 is. <laughs> oh, this, this girl looks whorish. Let me say, justice. She's very pretty. I didn't know she was a singer. What's Zoe 101? Is that like it? It was show? a show on Nickelodeon with um. Britney Spears' little sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. It was oh. funny because in the last season she was prego, and they just like had her behind the counter at all times. <laughs> Kids, my water just broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't, let on, they didn't put it into the storyline? No. no, they're not going to have a fucking unwed mother. Pussy-ass writers. Um, here's uh, Tony, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, there's a when you're talking about copying songs, there's one over the weekend. I guess Katy Perry's got her new song out, and it's a identical ripoff to uh, this lesser-known artist, I guess, that she twittered back and forth with at some point, and now she pretty much just completely ripped off her song. Good. That's fucking teach that kid. Yeah, that kid learns a fucking play him. life lesson. Don't get too close to the Perry. Don't trust her. John Mayer's about to get ripped off too. She's gonna fucking start releasing the. Singer songwriter album. Good. I just wish she would fucking collaborate with Snoop Dogg again. Here's what we ought to do. We all do. Let's <laughs> let's get uh, Shelby and four guys his size. We'll put them in the back of a limo and hoodies, and they'll just come yeah. running out of the limo <laughs> into the Today Show and see if the the fucking girls don't run after them like Beatlemania. Oh, you guys can pull it off easily. Let's do that. We'll use you. Uh, we can get Bob. He's too fat. Okay. What are we going to do then? <laughs> Who else can we get? Joe? Joe's Joe. kind of small. Yeah, but with his hat off, he looks too much like a yuppie. <laughs> yeah, and those girls are going to see that immediately. And our cover will be blown. <laughs> Plus, he's always, you know, hanging around with priests now. He loves that. He's a big fan. Um, Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Mr. B. In regards to the Who and the One Direction, it was on uh, RollingStone.com yesterday that uh, Pete Townsend gave the okay for those kids to uh, use the Babylon O'Reilly intro. The, the payment was they just had to line up and let Pete jerk them off. <laughs> hey, Pete, was even, Pete wasn't even getting jerked off by them. He just wanted to jerk them off? Yeah, he's a giver. <laughs> He was just like this. Because <laughs> they're little. You think, you think he saves their seed? <laughs> no, I think he puts it in his hair like fucking leaving conditioner. Oh my god. Nasty. Fucking old cum head, Pete Townsend. <laughs> fucking that guy should be fucking playing in Comiskey Park. Right? Um, Andrew, you're on the run of. No. <laughs> Someone's backing you up. Andrew, you're on the Running Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, I think the age for uh, One Direction is about 14. I, I got two teenage girls at home, and I've seen the posters go up and down. One Direction, Big Time Rush. And that girl, Victoria, she had her own show, too, after uh, Zoe 101. Oh, I know good. a little bit too much about this stuff. Well, you got to keep up to date with what those girls of yours are doing. Exactly. But well, it one is funny, out. yeah. Like, if you start a new school year, you do want to have, like, a new band to get into. You don't want to stay with them too long. Like, little girls have always had somebody who looks just like Run One Direction forever. Like, Frankie Avalon was the One Direction of his time. 
And now, like guys like New Kids on the Block can still tour, which is nuts, and make still make good money because now, now I guess it's a nostalgia because all those girls have grown up. Well, they tour as three bands, so oh, three of the big right. bands tour together, and they play like two thousand seaters. It's not bad, but no, they, they and they actually go out and meet the girls that love them their whole life. It's kind of nice. But the people that see them, they act like, oh, we're seeing like a throwback act from like the 70s. They act like it's that right. far back. But it, this just happened, basically. <laughs> yeah, but the difference between being, let's say, 14 and 24, just, you know, it's a lifetime. So they're like, oh, I remember back then. I remember back in 2005. We were young and crazy. Shit. I still love you, Donnie. He's the best I think one. it's funny that the little girls have like little girl acts that they like, you know, like the Miley Cyruses or whatever. Taylor Swift, like if you like T Swift, T Swift, like if you like T Swift, you like One D. Like, is that Rob is off today? Yeah, but he told me that that show that Taylor Swift did for the kids, he thought it was tremendous. It's very professional, bigger than life, made all the kids feel good about themselves. She sold out five day nights in a row at the Staples Center. Jesus Christ. Yeah, crushing it. St fuck, man. Rob, can we with um, Joe and me in the limo if he wants to? Okay. Rob will fit in. <laughs> Any uh, anyway, we can get by in there? Maybe a security or something? I just, we're all full <laughs> right now. Oh, man. She's not doing too well in Tennessee, though. Still tickets available. Which is weird, because she's a country act originally, right? She was yeah, maybe they're mad at her for turning pop. Oh, come on. All right, this was up over the weekend for college students. And the headline is, party sex is okay, but first date sex isn't okay. What? Uh, so, okay, so if you're at a party, meet someone, hook up. One night stands are okay, but you're not going to put it out on a, on a date? Well, let's go over it and see what the premise is. Majority of college students said that having sex with someone they met at a party is much more acceptable than having sex on the first date. One of the main reasons for the difference is that a person is expected to be drunk at the party and not on a date. Mm. All right. I see how that is. Girls can always use that. I didn't know what I was doing. I was drunk bit. Okay. Oh, what happened? I blacked out. And I came to in a fucking room and there was a guy on top of me. Sure. This is escalating. <laughs> yeah. We have everything. Every detail of your fucking fan fiction. <laughs> Don't know what happened. She had one drink and she was just whacked out. Molly, ever use a drunk excuse for hooking up with a guy? Um, no. No. Good girl. What about that clown, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk for a year. I've never known anyone to date a clown before. I how fucking blitz! I feel like I don't even know myself. <laughs> you just wake up and go with makeup. <laughs> what, did what did I do? No, you can't. What did I do? You just like you get up and there's a fucking red nose like next to the bed. Oh no! <laughs> Pulls out one condom after another out of his no! mouth. Out of his mouth? What was he oh. sucking? <laughs> oh, nasty! Nasty! How many dicks did he have in his mouth, and why? <laughs> Um, Larry, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey. On that same topic, Simon Cowell's trying to cash in again. He's got the uh, female version of One Direction here out of the U.S. from the X Factor last year, the Fifth Harmony, the all-female band. Uh, I know nothing about them. 
Uh, oh, these, they're young girls yeah. singing and dancing, it looks like. It's multi-ethnic. That's good. <laughs> Look, there's Hispanic and there's white. At least I'm assuming that's white. Black and Hispanic. All right, this got written into me. Does Fez have clowns mixed up with magicians? I kind of copied that trick, too. Pulled condoms out of their mouth? Condoms? Like bubble gum? You know who's supposed to be blowing who, right? <laughs> Spermicide's delicious. He's very confused. <clears throat> Fez, any closer to having sex yet? No, no closer. Mm. Probably a little further away, even. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Nods on the radio. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what? <laughs> yeah, just pointing at your ear. You're just pointing at your ear. <laughs> bang, bang, I kind of understand the uh, what, what the survey said about um, like having sex on the first date versus having sex at a party. Because I think at least at like a bigger school like BC, I guess it's not that much bigger, but whatever. Um, it's sort of assumed that you're not going to have to see that person again after. Mm-hmm. After like the initial party, when I was a kid and traveling uh, with the carnival, when we go into fucking small towns, those girls would be like, "Good, I'll fucking be with one of this this carny trash," because then I'll never see them again. And then the local boys fucking hated us for it because <laughs> for years they're trying to get bare tit and it don't work out. And then all of a sudden, a fucking couple guys come in with goddamn bingo tents and rides. <laughs> <laughs> and these little girls are going nuts because they know you're gone. That's great. <laughs> Isn't it funny though? Because I think people assume that women are in it for for the long haul. They're they're down to be committed, but in reality, I think a lot of women are just looking for a one night stand. Uh, yeah, I think they are too. I think more women would actually even be open to it if guys didn't feel that whole you know slut shaming. Thank you. Because that happens fucking constantly. Yeah. Especially now with the internets. Motherfuckers make Facebook pages to trash girls who get around, if right. you know what I mean. But wouldn't you judge a woman who had sex on the first date over, like, a woman who just had sex with some guy at a party? I don't know. What if she really liked the guy on the date? Why are you going to judge anybody? Yeah. Who's it and up who- to you? If you ain't one of the people, who's it up to you? And I'm, expe- I'm on a first date. I'm expecting everybody to be fucking drunk. See, here's the thing. I think the blowing Chicago thing <laughs> is a little out of control. You blew Chicago, the city. Like two, the two main guys. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. It's, you know, it's the main dudes. It's fucking impressive. Um, but see, here's the thing. That's why gay guys are well open to do whatever they want, because it's all guys. Hmm. And they're going, well, that's just a guy. But we have a double standard. Big time. Uh, it's because women won't stand up for themselves. They won't take back the night. Molly, why won't you take back the night? I want to take back the night. It was... Well, it's still slushing. Where's your Hillary 2016? Where's your girl power? Uh, tell me what you want, what you really really want. Love that band. I got caught in that take back the night thing. I was like walking just home know. across the courtyard, and like suddenly this walk. like hundreds of girls are walking towards me with signs like chanting "No rape," like right at me. I think uh, we're good here. I'm not <laughs> raping anybody. 
tonight. Leave the pepper spray. Just get it into your fucking head that this is serious. Why don't you just use your falsetto voice and, and join in? You got girl eyes. <laughs> you should have just walked along and said, yeah, I know what you guys are talking about because I was in jail once. <laughs> and believe me, nights were awful there. I was just used like a fuck sleeve. <laughs> I was pulling condoms out of my mouth <laughs> like fucking balloon animals. On the off chance someone used a condom. Usually it was raw dog. <laughs> no lube. No one like to use the lube. Spit? They spit on me, but not... Oh, on, that's not. too bad. Could have got some of it down. <laughs> Try to arch your back. <laughs> so it rolled down a little bit. I was just the male cum slut, that's all. <laughs> Fan fiction. Chris Stanley's Fifty Shades of Fucking Grey. So anyway, you guys want to be lab partners? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> Lab partners. I think we get a lot done this semester. Robert, Louisiana. Hey, how's it going today, guys? What can we do for you? Uh, I've got a 19-year-old son. I'm in my mid-50s. He's visiting his uncle in New York City, and he just called me on the phone, and he said, Dad, I'm looking for old vinyl albums to frame and put on the wall. And I'm riding down through Cajun country trying to think of five albums or six albums that he could go into an old vinyl store and which you would put on your list of uh, top five or six albums. Well, I mean, it's it's stuff that he would have to really like himself. Uh, I definitely would have Live at the Fillmore with the Armand Brothers. Always thought that was a great uh, album for the wall. Well, by the way, what does he do with the records? He's... Um, He's not looking to drop the needle on him. He's looking to frame him because he kind of listens to my genre of music from the late '60s, '70s, and yeah, and is interested in that in that music. But you know, Hotel California is one that he's got in mind. But he kind of caught me off guard when he called and he said, "Hey, Dad, I'm walking around Soho looking in record stores. What would you put?" And I have, you know, well, Led Zeppelin was one of the first ones I put on my, you know, that I bought. I'd go, uh, uh, I'd go, uh, any of the Zeppelins, fine. Neil Young, After the Gold Rush, perfect album cover. Um, any of the, those early Stones, like the mid, uh, uh, late 60s, early 70s Stones, I'd put one up. Some Velvet Underground. Velvet Underground's a good one, and the Fillmore's a good one, too. Yeah. So, uh, appreciate the help, guys. All right, buddy. Enjoy Peace. yourself. Thank you. Now I feel like when I get some vinyl. Let's go. What are we going to do with the show? Let's we'll see if we get that cart still available from 57th Street. We can broadcast on the way over to a record shop. <laughs> I missed that cart. <laughs> it's just like a broadcasting cart? Yeah. Yeah. You just go out on the street with it. That was battery powered. This was our pre Molly time. Hmm. Yeah. You were probably in sixth grade when that happened. <laughs> probably. What year was it? I don't know. Years. It was BM. <laughs> Before Molly. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. What do you think? We needed help? What does the... Was uh, we bowed? Shirley thinks we're all dumb. <laughs> Not all of you. What are you laughing at the girl who beat your fucking ass and yes. that thing the other day? <laughs> Crushed your shit. Why didn't you two get together? That would have been my dream show. What could have been? I regret it now, I guess. Hey, Molly, this is your last week? 
Yeah, this is my last week. Holy dick. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I could hit myself in the back of the head with one of those cum ski bricks. <laughs> I'm going to make the most of it. What did you last day, Thursday? Yeah. I feel like throwing myself in front of the end train. I'll go. I'll be right, right with you. When are you leaving <laughs> to go to school? Um, on the 26th. Are you going by yourself or your dad taking you out? My mom and dad. And I think my sister, too. You mind if me and Chris came along? Yeah, sure. There's nice. plenty of room. And then there's some places I'm going to stop on the way back. Some really great places to eat. I and won't we, be there on the way back. We could, we could smoke in the car, too, yeah, right? Yeah, of course we can. Good. Good. Because <laughs> We're I'm, not I savages. Is that a, our school? I, on a road trip, I chain smoke. Ah, uh, BC. It looks pretty fucking shitty to me. It's the best. <laughs> it's old school. I like SUNY Purchase, where it looks like a... <laughs> Fucking skate park. <laughs> yeah, you type in student purchase. Second thing comes up, student purchase ugly. It's, it is ugly. Um, you tell me this is ugly. <laughs> There's no windows. I can't believe a bunch of Muslims aren't walking around. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go up there and fucking do that. It's gonna be a great art project. Unless I get arrested again. Uh, There's a piece up on the iBang about how many uh, hours Americans work compared to other countries. Some countries outwork the shit out of us, and in some countries just don't work at all. Yeah, we make uh, Germany and France and mo pretty much the whole of Europe. We make them look like shit. We crush them. Well, what makes you think working more is better? <laughs> it just feels like, all right, I'm putting more hours in, so I'm working harder. That's what it feels like. But why is working harder such a good thing? I mean, when those people in France, they take off August. Oh. That sounds like a great way to live to me. They get, like, what, six weeks off? I think it's, like, called holiday. But what yeah. do you, like, where do you go to eat? And, like, where do you, if you need things, like, how does things stay open? I would just shop a lot in late July. <laughs> Stack up. This little tourist industry, Shelby, come on, man. You mad at him now? Yeah, I'm mad. Now I'm mad at Shelby, too. He, everyone wants to fucking figure out why we can't do this. We could do it if everyone would just get together and agree to it. Like, there's no reason that everybody should get up early in the morning, is there? What no. the fuck is that about? Why not if everyone just says, I'll fucking sleep in? But you know one asshole would get up early and fucking start the problem. We have to kill that guy. We have to control this. You know, we have to self-police ourselves. The working force. The non-working force. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you brought up a good point. Just because you're at work doesn't mean that you're working. Yeah. Like, when you walk around here, you see a lot of people not working. Yeah, people hang out in each other's offices. So people, like, a lot of those salespeople and shit, they're like, oh, it's great. You're only fucking working four hours a day. Yeah, the entire time. Like, fucking totally in the moment. Where you guys are fucking around, you're talking. <laughs> Being dead. It's also funny being in New York City. It doesn't matter what time of the day you go out, it's packed with people walking around. Yeah. I guess it's third shift workers a lot. <laughs> no, a lot of people are working, and they take long lunches, and they're just out. Doing shit. It seems crazy, like a nice long lunch, like two-hour lunches these people are taking. Come on. I always think like anyone who acts like I'm on my way to do something is loving that because they're not working, even when it's in the building. Like if somebody says here, 
I'm checking with booking. I know that means they're taking a break. <laughs> no. I check. Because you can fucking pick up a phone. <laughs> but when you actually walk out and walk upstairs, you're like, you just want to walk around the fucking building. See some people. Say what up. Like, hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you in a while. Get a drink of water. Yeah. There's a kitchen up there, too. Saying stuff like working hard or hardly working. <laughs> Bringing up Breaking Bad. That was fucking intense, wasn't it? It's nuts. You sell Breaking Bad. He's selling crystal meth. This is crazy. I don't know what's going on with Dexter, but I don't think he's making it out alive. He's still killing people, huh? He's still killing them. All right, I better get back to the salt mine. <laughs> And they're Good back talk. there. Yeah. They're back there. They're fucking looking at the eye bang. They're fucking, oh, that's interesting. Oh. Well, that reminds me. Uh, I want to see what um, what Adam Sandler's hometown is. Oh. I don't know. I, he grew up in Long Island, but he's originally from Boston area. It's weird. I just, I just get lost whenever I go online, you know? Just, uh, one thing leads to another. I better go up to the next floor and just talk to the people about it. <laughs> What if no one is working? I kind of think a lot of times no one is. I think people, they put in a very small amount. Like, even when you're in those meetings, I'm surprised that that's kind of a break for most of the people. There's, like, normally one or two people talking, and everyone else is just zoned out sitting around a table. <laughs> Possibly taking notes. Any Maybe place that... You can't see them, like you can't see the finished product right there. Like if it's at like a grocery store and they they're putting stuff out, then they're working. But like an accountant, when he's just like he, he says he could be staring, typing in those numbers, right. or he could be like on Facebook because he might be able to get what some people would consider, you know, a day's worth of work done in an hour and a half. Right. So he's just pacing himself. I don't know the last time I was at the meeting down there. I forget who we were with. Some people from promotions. At the in the middle of the meeting, I just noticed that I'm looking out. I stood up from the table <laughs> and I was looking out the window at Thirty Rock, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm in a fucking meeting." <laughs> I was just treating myself like a regular person. Like they're having a meeting, I go like this. Fucking great views here, huh? You got Fifth Avenue. <laughs> well, we're gonna need some signage here, and I don't know who's gonna do that. It was the most boring fucking talk ever. You stood up and they thought it was like some kind of statement about what the person was saying. Yeah, it was just fun. Well, it was. I it was stand bored for hearing you talk about a, a fucking promotion that isn't even going to come down, even though it was Fez's dream. Oh, man, that was sweet. It never got brought up again after everybody agreed to it. That's weird. That's strange. Isn't it? Very odd. Uh, Brandon, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, I wanted, uh, I was the one that emailed y'all about going to Boston this last weekend. I oh. wanted to thank you for all the great suggestions. I uh, got in as much as we could and definitely didn't have enough time to do all of it. Well, if Molly was up there, I'm just going to have her, when people go to Boston, take them around. <laughs> Are you prepared for That'd this? Be nice. Yeah, be a And dress up like in Revolutionary War stuff, too. <laughs> Churn butter on the way. <laughs> that is. That's how they used to make butter back then. And get a working musket. <laughs> just shoot it off sometimes. I mean, it's just like a fucking lead ball, whatever. I'm glad that you had fun, dude. Is he gone? Yeah, he left. 
It's like Kaiser Soze. Boston's a fun place to go. It's awesome. It's a little more manageable than New York, I think. What would you say? It's, it's tiny and dull. I get it. Yeah, thanks. thanks Everything is more manageable than New York. I'm sorry, we have so much stuff here to do. Yeah. Most places you can go, you can pretty much stay in a half a day. There's actually different neighborhoods. I can either be in Philly two hours or South Brooklyn. <laughs> when you're in Philly, you ever say this? And um, where's the rest of it? This is it? That small? Well, it's small compared to New York, that's all. Good. Doesn't make it Good. small. Good. Biggest, best fucking city. Good. I feel like throwing at everybody. Oh, Dempster, that scumbag. He, he's, I he's, thought you liked him. He's a fucking wanted man. That man is fucking done in this city. He comes in here, he better watch his fucking back. 42 is up there today, Hicks. Uh, this is museum-worthy uh, furniture design. The oh, nice. Retro modern years. It's that kind of 1960s. Andy Warhol looking space furniture. I like that space furniture. I think it's fucking cool as shit. Fucking circle chair. That's awesome. You're like our Warhol. Thank you. I'm going to get some fucking uh, camel cans and throw them through a fucking window. Camel, he calls it. Cam Campbell. <laughs> Not camel. He's the one who painted the camel can. <laughs> what? New York isn't fucking uh, too expensive to live in? Because people said Boston expensive to live in. People are getting priced out of Bushwick now, I've been reading. Like, fucking Bushwick, Brooklyn, which was fucking a war zone not that long ago. is right. now too expensive for people to fucking live in. Where are these young white kids coming with money? From all over? Oh, yeah, all over the country, yeah. They're just, just transplants coming in. And, you know, it's not that far from the city from Bushwick. It's just a shitty train line. Yeah, but I think a lot of these kids in Brooklyn don't even care about fucking Manhattan anymore. They're, like, happy enough in Brooklyn. Come There's on. fucking people now traveling from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, how do I get to Brooklyn from here? Oh, I'm out front, uh, front today having a fucking smoke. A guy comes up, can you help me? I go, yeah. He goes, I'm looking for 46th Street. And I go, well, this is fucking 48th Street. <laughs> Why don't you keep walking two blocks that way? It's a grid. You know what that means? I didn't know whether the numbers just were all over the place. <laughs> let's go down the block to 157th Street. It's great. All right, let's see. We're on 48th. Then it's 3rd Street, 7th Avenue. And 69th Drive. Because <laughs> I'm wanted. Uh, who's our artist of the day? Artist of the day. Yeah. I didn't even mention him today. It's the Hollies, of course. Yeah. I noticed no one was listening. I'm into a Graham Nash thing because I just read a book about him. Nice. I made a lot of fucking music for 50 years. A lot of different places. And has never lost his voice. Unlike some of those fucking people out there. <laughs> That's genetics. That's all that is. We got people on our show who've lost their voices and don't sing at all. I lose my voice every third day. That's from the smoking and drinking, though. <laughs> I saw you cough up a hunk of your lung. Yeah, nasty. It's always it always gets it's always weird when there's something s seemingly solid in the. <laughs> oh my phlegm. goodness! What? You, that's never happened to you. Never. Maybe we should start smoking then. Maybe. 
Like kids smoking college these days, or is it yes. just done? I was surprised. Like them, like I knew obviously, but it's like a ton of people. Really cool kids. Yeah, all the cool yeah, kids. Nice. <laughs> that was me back in my college days. <laughs> I don't understand people like always with like they so mad at the smoking laws. I guess it's just New York, but you could like smoke anywhere on my campus, like that you wanted to. Like, sure, you're there in the fucking Midwest. No one gives a shit about anything. <laughs> It's like an use, hour drive from here. <laughs> I know, but use syrup as a beverage. <laughs> Fucking going crazy over there. It's so good, thick. <laughs> You're only an hour away. Well, maybe more than that. No, Let's it's go so, visit it's, it's Pennsylvania. I mean, so it fucking takes an hour to get to Jersey from here. It's true. Where the hell is it? You're in Pittsburgh, aren't you? Yeah, like an hour, hour and a half away from there. What? It's like fucking six hours to get to Pittsburgh. Yeah, you're fucking making crazy statements here. <laughs> Pittsburgh, you're like, oh fuck! I'm gonna, st I wanna fucking get a hotel somewhere. Come on, come on, Shelb, come on, classic. Shelb, are you gonna come visit me at school? Yeah, you should, Shelb. Yeah, road trip, dude. Think that's gonna happen, but we'll see a, a game. Road trip, let's what go, game? me and you. Football, hockey. How would Shelby fit in with your Boston Catholic friends? Not too well, I think. Doesn't everybody but just get kidnapped in Boston? I mean, I've seen Ben Affleck movies. I have been one kid. <laughs> All right. An hour away, it's five and a half hours. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> half hour drive. A little off. <laughs> yeah. We could make it by tonight. And that's that's saying that you can even get out of fucking North Jersey yeah. fast enough. Yeah, we're not even talking traffic I, here. I, what, is, what is he close to? He's close to Johnstown. Well, you you look like you're close to State College there, right? Yeah, pretty close. How far are you from there? A real school? <laughs> I'm not sure. I guess I an hour. Oh, just an hour. Everything's where an hour. you are, like <laughs> fucking Rainman. About an hour away. That's it. About an hour. It's two hours. Two hours away. In current traffic, will take you two hours to drive from fucking his crazy ass school to State College. So you never went to State College? No, never been there. Yeah, because it's filled with fucking girls. Come on, There's man. plenty of whores where I'm going, okay? So, <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, you're fucking with minors, though, where you are. Not, and I'm not talking about underage. I'm talking about girls that just came out of the coal mines. <laughs> Jesus. What college is this again? IUP. IUD? <laughs> Look at this fucking rinky-dink town. <laughs> Oh, you fucking hang out on Oakland Avenue? Is that it? <laughs> exactly where I live. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you live on Klondike. <laughs> well, either that or, yeah, there's only two streets. What's Jimmy the name of your college? Jimmy IUD? Stewart's from there. Huh? Yeah, from there. Yeah. He couldn't wait to get the fuck out. <laughs> he left before you even learned how to fucking talk all the way. Stuttering his ass out. Where do you like to party? Putt Hall? <laughs> Pierce Hall? That place seems pretty fucking fun. Catch a game at Miller Stadium? It's like I fucking go there myself, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a flag football team in college, and I was the only white guy on the team. <laughs> They're all black guys from Philly. They like, knew one of them. They needed one more person. But like there was a there were a Christian fraternity, so like they'd be just like really into it. And then one of them would like swear, and then one would be like, "Hey, watch your language." <laughs> really. <laughs> yes. I don't have to do like a prayer afterwards, and I'd be like standing there, like, Heavenly Father, just say every other word. Are you serious? You know, one thing about black guys, you'll never run into a black guy who goes, I'm an atheist. They're all Christian. They got the spirit in them. 
<laughs> and they don't want to fucking hear anything otherwise. Do not blasphemy around me. Exactly. They're always fucking yelling that shit out. Yeah. Earl said this shit all the time. Yeah. I'd say, fuck you, Earl. Earl you, always thought that the, that the planet was 6,000 years old. It's not? Come on, man. I don't want to tell you, Shelby. You're in college. <laughs> what religion are you, Shelby? What'd you grow up? Fucking Methodist? Grew up Jewish. No, I'm... Non-practicing Jewish? Did nothing. you have a bar mitzvah? No. Oh. What, bat mitzvah? <laughs> I never had... I don't even think I've been in a synagogue. <laughs> so how can you say you grew up Jewish? I don't know. We lit a menorah here and there. What do you think I'm going to call Said some gibberish. <laughs> gibberish? That's, that's fucking... That's yeah. your language. Yiddish. It's great. It's one of the best languages, really. And now we will say gibberish <laughs> and light the candle. Right? <laughs> Why didn't you get your bar mitzvah done? I don't know. I didn't. We didn't. Like, my mom says she's Jewish, but she doesn't really do anything other than light the menorah. And so, what is your own personal spiritual belief? Nothing at all. Just oh darkness, God. huh? Darkness Death on the edge darkness. of darkness. Mel, you have any spiritual beliefs? I believe in God, and I believe in heaven. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's it. Just God in heaven. <laughs> yeah. But I like doing, I like having Shabbat and I like all that. I think it's nice. It's like a nice period of reflection. Well, why don't you take Shelby home for that and start teach him some stuff? <laughs> yeah, teach him, him some of your gibberish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let him know what's up. All right. Yeah, when you come to visit me at BC, we'll go to BC Hillel Shabbat dinner. <sighs> why? No. I thought you were supposed to go to Boston U if you were Jewish. Yes. Yeah, they're not there. I think it's like 1% Jewish or something at BC because it's a Catholic school. I didn't even know that they let Jews in. It's 1% too much. All right, come on. <laughs> what the fuck? Stop with the Nazi come talk. Come on. Where do you party? O'Neill Plaza? <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'd go. That's to the library. Yeah, that's exactly. That's where the party's at. <laughs> yeah, like there's a lot to do there. Hang out in Gasson Hall. Yeah, I, I study in Gasson sometimes. Good. Had my Spanish class there. Fucking smoke some weed in the Beacon Street parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? To the teacher's park. He's yeah. gonna, he's gonna fucking Google Map your ass. He's gonna know everything that's happened at that school. I can't wait. You guys have to come. It'd be so funny. Hell yeah! Take it right down Commonwealth Avenue. Make a right. <laughs> Right there, right right down through Boyden Park. So do you think people's like abortions are in heaven too, or is it just like a certain age they go? Oh, I don't know, I guess I haven't really thought about that. Right, give it some thought. Why, was that, was that your way of shutting them down? <laughs> <laughs> is that how you shut down the fl flying spaghetti monsters? Please call they're Pastafarians. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Is that what they say now? Yeah, that's what they call themselves, the Pastafarians. Bunch of half retarded atheists. Look, see? There's there's fucking flying spaghetti monster. It's hilarious. It's so fucking great. <laughs> see, touched by his noodly appendage. <laughs> and there's some cock right there. <clears throat> hey, so I got a break, dude. Yeah, we should break. I can't fucking hang around like this all day. We got, we got to just break, just, just once. Well, then again later. <laughs> but for now, we got to break. I'm gonna push a little bit since Rob isn't here. Yeah, I'm sure he's out having some fun. 
Hell yeah. Probably that Tyler Swift show in Tennessee. <laughs> I think he's following around. Then we find out he doesn't even have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> he just puts a wig on one of his buddies. Yes, my daughter wants to meet you. What do you mean my daughter has a 5 o'clock shadow? You have a 5 o'clock shadow, Taylor Swift. That's a fucking good comeback. <laughs> yeah, make her feel yeah, like yeah. dirty shit. Put it on her. Yeah. Make her look in the mirror. Look at yourself with your millions of dollars and string a fucking celebrity cock behind you. All right. <laughs> it's, it's going nowhere now. All right. I, feel, I like it better when you look up people's hometowns on a map. <laughs> act like I know all about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weirdo stalker. Hey, it's the future. Look, when we go up there, we're going to go to the O'Connell house and fucking get the picture. <laughs> and then maybe afterwards we'll go to the McElroy Commons, get something to eat. The O'Connell house is up by the freshman campus and they have like Hell yeah. all these activities. Like you can paint your own sweatbands and stuff. Sounds awesome. That's what we're going to do. They have laser tag sometimes. Oh, fuck yeah. And they call it Nights on the Heights. Get a keg. Uh, we found out who's posing as the daughter now, Zito. All right. That makes perfect sense. Mm. 100% sense. Although I do fear for his safety, and it's going into my report. Good. We'll file, to file that. we got to pull the big cat into this. You're being quiet today, huh? You had that great fucking condom bit. What do you want to talk about when we get back? Uh, the new plan that's being proposed for women... Instead of sending them to prison when they've been convicted of a crime. Raping them? <laughs> no. Seven no. rapes a day. What is it then? It's no prison at all. Well, it depends on what the crime is. So this would be nonviolent first-time offenders. Right. And this uh, Justice House is the name of this project. And they're saying that women shouldn't be... It's so damaging to the children and the families that sending them off to prison, right. and especially jails that are far away from their homes, is just doing more damage than helping by incarcerating the women. I think we all agree. As long as it's not violent. Then couldn't people just be planning like a crime out and then just saying, like, okay, I'll do this. Not get, I'll get caught maybe, but if I do, I'll just could be at home. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> like I could stage a non-violent crime, like some sort of robbery, and just leave a note. I think uh, uh, that you don't put the robbery as part of a non-violent crime. I think that's more like fucking check stuff and weed. I think when you're when you're a robbery, I think that fucking counts. What about like petty theft? A petty theft, I think. Like a bank robbery, you don't you just slide them a note, and then that's not no. no. A bank robbery, you get you get fucking five. You're doing five no matter what happens. But I agree. I agree with it. It's like they'll have to check in with, uh, with their parole officers or whatever the term would be, probation officers. Well, I think several we times all, during the week. Yeah, I think we all agree that uh, that we got fucking prisons filled with people who've been busted for dope. It's stupid. That's what the. That's who is going to be getting this. Why only women, though? I wonder. Is it, I, I would do the same for men. I think so too. Because they got to be home with their kids. They say the kids are going to be damaged if they don't have the mother. That's I think not it's fair. damaging to not have a father at home as well. well. With some of those fathers, you're probably more damaged to have them coming home. Mm. Look at Hicks. Look at me. <laughs> this this is the future. 
All right, of that bum you're going to marry. If you marry that clown guy, never. I don't know. That guy's pretty cool. When he started pulling all those condoms out of his mouth, one after another, of all the dicks he had. Um, all right, people are running down on the eye bank. The, the girls' tats. Oh, they look fine. What, what are the people's problems? It's always a generational thing with tats. Look, hushism on the fucking on the forearm. The Hello Kitty there. Some butterflies and flowers. Looks great. And look how much happier her little baby looks like to have her home. Yeah, it's the first baby I saw with fucking bags under its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I like when a little girl can't fucking grow hair, so you got to put a pink fucking <laughs> headband around him so everyone will stop calling him him. Actually, that mom's pretty hot. She's got a couple studs in the face. Yeah. It's great. People are haters. They just want to put this lady away. They want anyone Do, to go to jail that isn't them. Does uh, the haters have to hate? Haters got to hate. I didn't know that. Because they're haters. All right. We got a break? Yeah, we have to. Uh, when we come back, uh, Molly, what do you want to talk about? Fez has already been through his thing. Um, why don't we talk a little bit about um, Moby seeing misogyny in Blurred Lines? Oh. Very good topic. Oh, shit. We'll be right back. It's the Ron Fez Show. The Ron and Fez Show on the Open Anthony Show. Sirius XM. <laughs> You've been warned. The Hopper from Dish Network. Your chance to finally be free. Completely free from commercials because of the very special feature Auto Hop on the Hopper. Auto Hop. <laughs> AutoHop will let you skip the commercials. You enable it once, and it's set. That way, there's no holding on to the remote, fast-forwarding through commercials, going too far, having to go back. No, with the AutoHop, it's all done for you. And the AutoHop will also make sure that you're watching all of your things in order with the way you want to do it. Any room in the house becomes a TV room. It's the AutoHop on the Hopper from Dish Network. They're also the ones that you can record primetime anytime and hundreds of upon hundreds of hours of TV programming that won't get erased from the hopper. Packages start at just twenty nine ninety nine. Call one eight hundred Watch TV. That's one eight hundred Watch TV to order the hopper today from Dish Network.
the man to hold your trust Everything he touches turns to dust it's Ranfe Show, Monday, Holly's Artist of the Day, up on the iBang, full playlist. Um, uh, as we're going into break, Molly wanted to jump in with a story, and this is about Moby being up upset about the song Blurred Lines. What exactly did he say? Um, well, there's a clip up on the iBang. Mm-hmm. Should we check it out? Sure. I saw the Robin Thicke Blurred Lines video and it just made, honestly, like, I've, I mean, we're all naked under our clothes, to state the obvious. I have no issue with nudity. I do, maybe it's because I was raised by feminists and progressive hippies, but I do take issue with, like, middle-aged guys in suits being fawned on by naked women. Like, there's something, like, it's just, the precedent for that is not wonderful. You know, so it just it just felt like I don't know, just sort of distasteful misogyny. Even the lyrics. I mean, all misogyny is distasteful, clearly. But that, but I, I've gotten into a lot of trouble in my past for criticizing misogyny and homophobia in popular culture. Because you know, I was raised by academics and feminists and very progressive people, and I was raised. people raised them? With the understanding that misogyny is always wrong, and that not only are women equal to men most situations women are better than men i really believe that like i think the world would be a better place if men were barred from being involved in politics but it's sort of been uh, let's stop it there well he kind of lost his point with that last thing <laughs> but let's uh you know here, here's my one thing about misogyny or at least in the context of this if the, all the people are agreeing on it together, how is that not a choice? I mean, I think I'm much more likely uh, to, when the Tommy Z type character does a joke about women or whatever, or acts like, oh, a woman couldn't do that. I'm I that makes you know that makes me get a little more defensive than seeing people doing their own fucking thing. Um, the song is definitely somewhat anti-woman. But at the same time, I kind of feel like the entertainment business doesn't really have a responsibility to be PC. I know that sounds weird, but I feel like, like you said, as long as this is what people are asking for the entertainment industry is going to provide this type of thing. Well, I mean, these models want to be into it. Now, I get his thing, and I remember I've actually told this story from when I was a little kid and seeing Playboy. I honestly thought, woman naked, man in the tux checking his watch. <laughs> or It was just the first things that I ever saw of any sexuality. Yeah. So it wasn't until later that I went, oh, okay. I see. So I don't have to get a tux. This is not formal wear <laughs> for this. Um, but the fact that these women are naked doing this bit, it does seem to be up to them. But he doesn't have a problem. Does he have a problem with 
rap videos, which is this has been going on, and those like way longer and probably way more. Yeah, I would say that uh, Moby's pretty much on the record as being against that kind of thing. Um, here is uh, Kevin. Kevin, you're on the Run and Fed show. Hey, I, I think he's going a little overboard talking about a middle-aged man being fawned on by over on naked women. Robin Thicke's just, he's like the hot guy right now. I mean, now George Clooney, he's a little more, he's a little older. But, I mean, hey, what, what, when you got it going on, you got it going on. And the women are after you. Well, this isn't about the women being after him. This is a music video. Yeah, it's a piece of art that you would comment on. Uh, I don't think Definitely, he said. I, I, I really don't think that misogyny here is an issue. Like you say, it's art. You know, this hypersensitivity's got to go. Man. Well, there, I think it's okay to be somewhat critical of things that you don't like. He didn't act like he wanted it taken down, and I think Robin Thicke has even said, uh, "Yeah, it's a little misogynistic." We set out to do it that way. I think all these guys love women. <laughs> Especially the models in their music video. That is why the music video is so goddamn popular. Well, uh, I think that guy's gay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's done time. Here's Dave. You're on the Run of Fez show. What's going on, fellas? Yeah. Hey, uh, so I just wanted to say that basically, you know, nobody ever comes down on the women who were in these videos. Like, you know, there's there just never seems to be any shortage of women who are willing to strip down and jump in a music video. And, you know, I, I don't understand why it's the why it's the guys issue and not the women. Like if women would refuse to do this type of work, there wouldn't be any music videos like the same. It's actually a very good point. Yeah, that is, a good, that point. is a very good point. And you would think that the women would be even more responsible uh, to that. Some people would say that um, like these women choosing to be naked in this video is a way of them taking control of their sexuality or something like that. That would be okay, except for he was doing the whole bitch talk and yeah. running them down. I mean, he's making a point. I think if lyrically it was somewhat different, you know, then you wouldn't even have uh, an angle with it. Uh, I will say this is attention grabbing, though. Yeah, attention grabbing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that it's not supposed to be like a factual video or anything like that. It's just supposed to be, you know, a way for him to plug his music. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Moby sounds like every fucking asshole in first year college classes. I was raised by academics. Like, shut the fuck up. The music video. What should be happening? That you know, uh, Robin Thicke should be, uh, I don't know, somehow treating the women in a respectful manner. What is that? How, how is that entertaining? So you're saying it's entertaining for someone to dis be disrespectful to women. Well, where's the disrespect? I mean, is he? What is he doing that's disrespectful? Well, you're the one who brought it up. You said he, that if he wasn't disrespectful, it wouldn't be entertaining. That's a sexually charged video. So I mean, to whatever would make Moby feel like it's respectful, somehow I I suspect that would not be a very good video. So to be sexually charged, there has to be some amount of disrespect. I don't see the disrespect. Where is it? You're the one who brought it up. You're fucking driving me crazy. I would love to have the conversation with you. I would love to. He didn't know what points he was uh, I, 
I just think I don't have a problem with Moby saying the things that he did. It just I don't know how you get beyond the fact of a bunch of adults doing stuff together. Now, if you're a young girl watching this video, um, let's say you're you know really young, not Molly young, but really young. Would you be thinking to yourself, oh, that's what we do for men? I think that in some ways, yes. I know we talked a few weeks ago about the um, like the life-size Barbie doll or whatever. Right. And how that affects young girls, like um, body image issues and stuff like that. And I said that I didn't think that it did. But when I see something like this, I kind of think about... I kind of think that it would influence a young girl because, like, I'm thinking about this in the context of a video that was just released of Ashton Kutcher at the um, Teen Choice Awards, mm -hmm. and he was talking about uh, what makes people sexy, and he said that um, in order to be sexy, you need to be intelligent, generous, and thoughtful, and that anything else that anyone's selling you is just is just crap. And hey, he's a blowhard. Anyways. You don't believe him? No. <laughs> No, but maybe that's true, and maybe this is the type of video that, that is being sold to us in order to tell us that in order to be sexy, we need to, like, bare skin and right. and wear red lipstick and, um, you know, just, like, dance around and kind of look, uh, like, look unintelligent and, uh, like, you know. I would think any little girl watching this would think these are the only jobs that there are in music videos. Oh, well, you think that's the only one they'll ever see? They have Taylor Swift. Katy Perry. They have Katy Perry. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Well, she's naked in that, too. I mean, if this was the only thing that was presented, then, you know, I would believe with the only job thing. Uh, and I guess they're not allowed to see this one. They have to see the one with the bikini. Yeah. Yeah, they shot two versions. Yeah, but just being bombarded with this type of thing, I think, can have its effect. Um, Chad, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey guys, there's two things. One is the other Dosecki's commercial where the world's most interesting man is asked the definition of bromance and he's got two hotties sitting beside him and he says he doesn't know it. And then you have the first video ever that had supermodels that had nudity in it, which was Duran Duran's Girls on Film. What's the big deal? Sexy is in the eye of the beholder. Well, here's the big deal. They, they put up a sign in this that Robin Thicke has a big dick, right? Yeah. Why isn't he showing it? Everybody else is fucking naked. Why don't you break out your big dick and let everybody fucking decide, Robin? If that's what this is all about, then fucking take out your rope cock and start swinging it. And constantly hashtag thick, hashtag thick. Yeah. In the edited version, it's just Robin Thicke has a big D. Oh, so that's that's easier. Yeah, that's you. That's, that's for the kids. Um, here is... Um, Mato, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, so uh, one of the things, you know, with this being a uh, piece of art, uh, most celebrated artist, de Kooning, if you look at any of his pencil drawings on women, they're grotesque, they're horrible. He, he hated uh, women because he had a, a sexual thing that went wrong, and they're horrible. Yet we still celebrate the hell out of the guy. Some people celebrate him. Other people think he's uh, a fucking lunatic. I, I don't. I I certainly don't think that 
Uh, first of all, I don't agree with everything Moby is saying, but I'm also not one of those people that think, oh, shut the fuck up, Moby. Shut the fuck up, you music pussy. Fucking liberal douchebag. Uh, I think that you can look at this, and the fact that the men are clothed and the way that they're talking about the fucking women. I go over the lyrics. Just go and pull the lyrics. Because obviously most people don't listen to pop songs. Your thing okay? Your text? Uh-huh. Everybody, everything up to date? Everything cool? Yeah. Uh, go over this. Okay, now he was close. Tried to domesticate you. But you're an animal, baby. It's in your nature. Just let me liberate you. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you right. don't need no papers. Hey, hey, hey. All right, so basically he's talking about a woman as if she's a dog. Mm -hmm. And then in the video, they're marching around naked while he's fully clothed. Uh, I think he, he should be ready to get some heat for that. I don't think that's off the fucking table, not to hear some people disagree. What else we got? Uh, but you're a good girl, the way you grab me. Must want to get nasty. Go ahead, get at me. Everybody get up. That's Pharrell's part. Yeah. Well, Pharrell's good at that part. Yeah, yeah. And then that, oh, that's the chorus. Try to domesticate you. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's fucking said four or five and times. And also, he says, I hate these blurred lines. I know you want it. I hate them lines. Like, as if, um, you know, there's some ambiguity about whether or not she wants it. She always wants it. <laughs> yeah, because she's naked. She yeah. came into the fucking game naked. Here. Here's T.I. Yeah, I had a bitch. But she ain't bad as you, so hit me up when you passing through. I'll give you something big enough to tear your ass in two. Swag on, even when you dress casual. That part offended me, swag on. <laughs> so basically, he's saying he's going to perform anal and destroy her yeah. with his penis. Giant T.I. penis. Is okay. And apparently, this, this Robert Thicke has a giant, thick cock. <laughs> and oh. you're going to believe <laughs> the sign. But this is such a pervasive issue. I don't feel like this is unique to this song at all. And that's why I think it's kind of weird that Moby is targeting this. Well, I think that's what Moby was bringing up, that this is a song of the summer, 2013. Is it? And I disagree. I go with the other one. Doft. And in this case... Why can't we debate that? Why does that get stopped? I prefer the Daft Punk, too. And I don't even listen to music. Well, then why are you giving it away to the Alan Thicke's son? I think Moby was. I don't think Moby said Song of the Summer. Oh, okay. But but the fact that it's a big hit song in 2013... It's gigantic. And it's a throwback... I think to him, it looks like we're going backwards in any sort of progression on respect of women, uh, considering them sexual objects. I think but he's using this uh, as a current example. All right, but, but see, here is... And, and I agree that he has the right to say that. But Alan Thicke does not have to, uh, Alan Thicke, I keep calling him Robin Thicke, does not have to represent all society, does he? Isn't this just about him and his song that he ripped off from Marvin Gaye? I think it's more of a, I think it's Moby questioning more the audience that's made this song so popular in 2013. Well, he hasn't said that. He is not question. If he would have said, "Hey, what is wrong with you people?" Because, quite frankly, I, I think it comes down to this: most people don't know what's said in a pop song. You know, when Hicks—I mean, we've played that song a lot—and mm -hmm. until Hicks started reading off the lyrics, 
I had no idea about fucking putting his cock up your ass. Tearing your ass in two. Yeah. Maybe it's not a negative as to what they're doing. Because, like, if guys, their version of being, like, I guess sexualized, maybe, like, their shirt would be off and they'd be posing. But they're not going to pose in the exact same way as the woman. Why are the dudes fucking naked? I don't know. I think they at least, you know, have their shirt off or something just to show it off. I mean, at least... That's that, not swag. Maybe, but not swag at all. That's dressing casual. <laughs> Here's more from T.I. He don't smack that ass and pull your hair like that, so I just watch and wait for you to salute. But you didn't pick. Not many women can't refuse this pimping. I'm a nice guy, but don't get it if you get with me. Come on, T.I. So now here you are, Axel, turned off by this. Yeah. Yeah. But I still kind of feel like the... I, uh, well, I'm torn. I really am. Because I consider myself to be a feminist, but I also see this type of thing as art and seeing art not having responsibility to the public to, like, you know, sort of walk on eggshells. All right. So if I did a thing, if I did something, and I'd say in it, uh, let's separate the blacks and Jews from the white Christians, that would just be art. That would not be a political statement. If it was... Because he's saying subservient. So let's suppose we were doing a thing and I was like, and all you Jews are dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and domesticate you. I'd have a lot of Jews pissed off, right? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So I, what I, is it about women? What is it about the submissive nature of women you're right. that here you are, you call yourself a feminist, and then you are ready to say, well, look, this is art. It's more important than feminism. You're 100% right. And maybe this is me, again, being like a subservient woman, like, you know, sort of like, uh, what's the word? I don't know, the opposite of resisting. like Submitting? Submitting myself to like this argument. But yeah, you're right. You're I guess right. he must be really attractive then. No, that's not even it. I so guess it's so just hard. that I don't want to, you know, we always it's, talk it's like, so on big. this show about like, <laughs> The, <laughs> the entire wall was telling me. Thick Canadian cop. <laughs> we always talk on the show about being... First of all, he's not Canadian. He was born in this country, I believe. His dad's Canadian. I like to look mm. into that. Look up his <laughs> thing of whether he has dual citizenship. Oh, if he does, I'd like to have him sent back to Canada. I just don't want to be... Born a... in Los Angeles, California. All right. United States. I stand corrected. Yeah. Okay. Big American cock. <laughs> I want to fucking see it before I think he has the right to put that sign up. The Imagine. wall said it, dude. It's fucking just giant, <laughs> fucking thick, fucking Canadian dick. <laughs> Hashtag thick. Hashtag thick. There's everything I fucking tweet. Hashtag thick. It's all I can think about. This fucking music video on his cock. <laughs> well, maybe he does. If maybe he does think that he is. Like, higher than a woman, but not in the same level as the video. I mean, he's maybe he does like a slight bit, but he's not, if he sees like a woman, he's not gonna make her like get on the ground like a dog. <laughs> no, I don't think he would. He seems like a nice enough guy. <laughs> I think that this is just posing and, and you know, playing the pimp card. I don't know. He also blew smoke in that girl's face. I thought that was pretty dickish. Yeah, look at how she is. Well, she, seemed, she just seemed confused. She didn't seem pissed. <laughs> but 
But this is a hit song. I think it's a good song. I like the song. I liked it the first time Marvin Gaye did it. Did he have a music video where he said he has a giant penis? No, he actually took his penis out <laughs> and put he a walked the walk. he, he put a dress over top of it and then walked around like that. Try to domesticate you. I don't think he does have a big dick. Now that I think about Good. it, because when he was in here, he only wanted to be photographed from the waist up. <laughs> Is that right? It's uh. He said, "Leave my chode out of this." <laughs> don't want to distract anyone when they're looking at this picture later. Um, here is Jason in Canada. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Hey, what if you read it as uh, she's like in a relationship with a possessive douchebag? That's the whole, you know, like on your papers and everything. And he's saying that she needs to be a strong woman, be herself, and actually. He's not actually saying that. He called her an animal. Well, yeah, maybe he's saying that it. In the relationship she's in, she's being treated like an animal to get out of that and actually be herself. All right, now you're making me think that he is Canadian because Jason <laughs> is really trying to ruin. Um, here's uh, Michelle. Michelle, how you doing, darling? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. Um, I don't see this as either art or sex because sex is more than tits and clits. And uh, this video, I don't really find it artistic. I looked at it on YouTube. And, you know, the thing is, is that people think that sexy is all about the body and all about the way a woman presents herself. But that Kate Upton, what do you think she's going to look like when she's 40, 45? Uh, you know, plastic tits, plastic mouth. Those are real ladies. Yeah, but it also doesn't take away that she might be sexy now. It's like I can sit around and talk about every athlete and say, let's see how fast he runs the 40 <laughs> when he's 48 years old. Looks like a lot of the last Look at Emmett Smith now, hobbling around with his fucked up hips and bad knees. Yeah, but my point is, is that sexy is also the brain and the sense of humor and um, can you do the finding? I mean, all that is into the package of sexy. And, you know, and, and one last thing, I want to see some dicks, okay? I'm tired of seeing the tits. I want to see some dicks. I think you've got every right. I think Mary has a right to see if this uh, Robin Thicke has the penis that he claims to. <laughs> Can you imagine how pissed people would be if instead of that, it was like fully clothed girls, and then the, the thing said, like, these girls have huge tits. People yeah. would be so mad. It'd be like, she'd be like an equal time rule, like in politics. <laughs> like, you see a certain amount of tits, and you gotta see, like, gotta, so I gotta see at least some back sack in there. Here's the cock portion of the video. I think at the very least... That he has to show the America the back of his balls, if nothing else. <laughs> Just the back of his balls. Come on, Sick. See some brains. Shot sick. from underneath his ass. Oh. Right to see the back of his balls. <laughs> All right, so, Molly, you flip-flopped on this. You're, you're pro Moby now. Uh, Hicks, where are you? Oh, this... That T.I., I would say, is a misogynist. Robin Thicke, no. He just, he just loves breath. All right, so the song and video itself... Altogether. Oh, yeah, misogynist, yeah. 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 Robin Thicke, I see his personal life, no. Not in the I'm sure this man loves women. Showing off that big dick of his all the time. 
I don't, you know, here's what I hate. I hate if someone makes a violent film and then says it's not a violent film. My films are not violent. Yeah, they fucking are, are violent. Doesn't mean it's bad or I want to ban it. And if you make a misogynistic, somewhat sexist fucking video, just own it. That's all. We thought it'd be kind of fun. We're role playing. Just say that. We're just fucking role playing. Yeah. All these giant letters made for the sign. What else am I going to do with them? <laughs> he should have meant that his dick's not as big as he lets on. And I don't know why he's not in trouble for smoking. I thought that was like one of the worst things you can do in front of kids now. I'm sure it was an herbal cigarette. Or an e-cig. Even this is an herbal cigarette. Hey, hey, hey. I did see him smoking downstairs when he, when he, he was here. Yeah, you did see him smoking downstairs. And you women did. just running up to him like, oh my God, you're Robin Thicke. Now, Fez, you're being very quiet about this. But if they were calling gays animals, would you be offended? Yes, very much so. Yeah, I'm on Moby's side with this. I think it's totally misogynistic. I but I will also say this: I don't think it's the. I I, I don't know if everybody that's in this is a willing per, participant. If you can say that you have a problem with misogyny, you know what I mean. It just is what it is. It's role playing. I mean, the chicks in this video, this is only good for their career. Like, this is a, po this, uh, it's a positive thing. Why? Well, I couldn't pick them out of a lineup, even after saying The brunette is going to be fucking huge. All right, write that down. All right. <laughs> She's and also the Carl's Jr. ad. Okay, that's big. She is making a big. If, the, if it was just naked dudes, even if there were clothed women, they'd still call it, like, a gay video. And it wouldn't get You're right. nearly as much heat. But You're that's, right. like, a societal thing. I think... I guess, okay, I think that the video is misogynist, but m even more than that, it's just perpetuating, like, perpetuating misogynist ideas that already exist. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Were you saying that he did not, he's not... He's not like a misogynist pioneer. This is just right. the way that it is. And that videos like this perpetuate, like, stereotypes about women and, and, um, and, like, you know, and affect the way that girls think about their bodies and about men. But I don't think that this is anything new. Yeah, but of course that doesn't make it right. You know what yeah. I mean? It, that's the same excuse that anybody uses for anything. They're like, hey, I'm just reflecting real life back. As a matter of fact, we know this isn't even real life. This is This is just a fucking dude's fantasy. Yeah. That's all this is. But the thing about women, they, they say, oh, it projects like a negative stereotype to younger girls. But, like, The Rock is in every movie these days. And to get, like, to look how he is, one, you, like, have to have the right genetics. And then, like, work out, like, all the time and, like, eat, right? So that's not really a natural way that people are supposed to look. But people don't complain about that. Who's that other young goof that's in like every third fucking movie now? The one that was in the uh, Mike, uh, the dancing oh, magic Mike. Uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah. He can't even act. Yeah. I mean, you can't even look at that guy and go, oh, he's an he's got something happening. No fucking way. If anything, we're just treating more fucking dudes like chicks. Um, oh, that's nice, huh? Here is uh, Kevin. You're on the run of Fed show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. How about it is what it is? It's a fucking pop song. 
Well, I mean, remember when the song Cop Killer came out from Ice-T and everybody's up in arms about, oh, you can't say that. You're talking about killing cops. It's fucking freedom of speech. Who no gives one, a shit? No one said, first of all, you should give a shit about freedom of speech. And, and, and popular culture is as reflective of its culture as anything else. You'd have to sit there and be an idiot to go, okay, thing, I look at things and I listen to things, but I don't think of them at all. <laughs> You'd have to be a fucking moron to make the statement that you just met, said. Now, I never was for taking Cop Killer off the air, and I'm not for taking this song off the air. This came up because Moby brought up a fucking point. Here's what it gets to me, though. Why are people so furious with Moby, who's just really giving it his own opinion? If you're all for free speech, why are you pissed at someone else's free speech? Because it's an unpopular opinion, because everyone loves this song so much, they don't want to think it's bad. Remember, though, about the big popular song, you'll end up hating it. Like, people might just love it now. But by September, they're like, I'm so sick of that shit. <laughs> I think people are already getting sick of this song. Well, they should be. Um, here is uh, Chris. You're on the Run of Fez show. I think the biggest problem with uh, Moby's logic with the whole feminism thing is that the music video was directed by a female. So what? Well, if he wants to give, uh, you know, feminism, feminism more power than... Uh, you know, misogyny or whatever, then why doesn't he let this woman, the director, Diane Martell, express herself the way she wants? Because she just had a fucking job. I mean, yeah, I mean, she's not w without it, and I, I would love to hear her opinion of it. I think it should be discussed more. But um, Not all women are feminists, either. Most are not. Most are not. There are fucking um, plenty of women who act like feminism ruined their life, as if they still don't have the choice to, you know, live like Amish women. <laughs> I churn my own butter. I want to go back to something that Michelle was talking about uh, with the Kate Upton thing mm -hmm. about how sexuality has more to do with your brain than, like, you know, your body. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the standard of sexuality is completely different from real life versus, like, famous people. That people find Kate Upton to be sexy because she, like, has a great body and because she's blonde and has, like, an attractive mole. But in real life, there's, like, maybe something... Uh, deeper than just like you know appearance that makes a particular woman sexy I'll tell you it's not the mole I <laughs> wouldn't have known if you <laughs> hadn't said it right then I will also say this uh, that people don't sit around and jerk off to Nobel Prize winners we have to be honest about that Agatha Christie alright yes Shelf. <laughs> The director did come out and, and, and address the misogyny thing. What'd she say? Um, I don't think the video is sexist. The lyrics are ridiculous. The guys are silly as fuck. That said, I respect women who are watching out for negative images in pop culture. So she has no problem with people saying this? Yeah. Not at all. I direct the girls to look, in the, look into the camera. This is very intentional and they do it most of the time. They are in the power position. So it's supposed to be a parody of sexism? I think that's what even the three guys in the video said like they all have kids and they were saying like oh 
well, yeah, the people that know us know that we're not really like this. It's just like a goof. But I think you'd have to like look into it a lot, and just on the surface, it definitely wouldn't seem that way. Um, I think that I think that both of those things are interesting. I, I mean, if you're sitting around and saying we are doing a parody of the way we see it, now it doesn't mean that it's being accepted that way. Um, but I think it's an interesting response. Remember that fucking band that did like they were like uh, like a hard rock band. And they did that song like Space Lord Motherfucker that made it look like it was a 90s oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thing. I thought that, that was one of the best videos of all time where they just did a rap video, but like a 90s rap video, but they were playing a rock song. I've been stuffed in your pocket for the last hundred days. When I don't get my bath, I take it out on the slaves. So grease up your baby for the ball on the hill. I'll polish them rockets now and swallow those pills and say, oh. I wish these guys would have been bigger. Well, that whole thing, I don't know if this is the same video, but when they're in Vegas and stuff, is this the, the one that used to run on MTV? Because they used to do this whole gimmick like they were fucking Biggie or something. And it was hysterical. Um, here is... Brian, Brian, you're on the Run of Fest show. Gentlemen, how are we doing this afternoon? Good. Hey, uh, I appreciate the fact that Molly went back and referenced the caller uh, and her point about Kate Umpton. I also wanted to make a quick point uh, about what she said. Tits and clits was the best thing I've heard. Yeah, she was a, she was a star <laughs> She's great. That was, fun, that was a funny call. Uh, here is Melissa in New York. Hey! Yeah. Hey! It's hey. my sister! How you doing? What's up, Melly? Oh. Not much. I'm just listening. I'm thinking about the way that pop culture affects reality. Because um, I wrote my thesis for college on how pop culture representations of Muslims and Arabs really affect the way that people think about Muslims and Arabs in everyday life. And I spoke a lot about Homeland and Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, so those types of things really do affect the way that people think. So I think this video... It's a big deal, pretty much. But not necessarily a bad thing, but I think people should take it seriously. Not discrediting what the last caller said, but I have a different opinion about things. Well, let's get back into your paper. What effect did, let's say, Zero Dark Thirty have? Um, I really think that, that, on the one hand, it kind of essentializes a lot of different spaces in the Middle East. So, looking at uh, so diverse as like Pakistan and Iraq and Lebanon, you, you don't really see a difference between them, and you don't really get uh, a look at any of the really cultural, like, specificities of any of those places. It's kind of just one big Arab danger zone all the time. So that's an example in that show. But I spoke a lot about Homeland um, and how 
you know, it's kind of like a white woman, white, clearly American woman pitched against this kind of Arab other who doesn't really have an identity and you just know that he's evil and you just know that he's Arab and just know that he's Muslim. That's really all you get about his character. Um, but yeah, I, my, this is not culture is important, I think. So, uh, any kind of stuff in popular culture is important because of the way people who aren't going to expose themselves or a lot to a lot of stuff are going to be exposed to pop culture. Yeah, definitely. Mm. All right, no doubt. All right, Melissa, your your, uh, your phone is terrible, but we'll let you uh, go on that. All right, all right. All right see bye. Ya. bye, Mel. Hmm. I think your pants could afford something on that track. <laughs> well, let me just say this. Boy, she puts a lot more thought into it than Molly does. <laughs> I know. Really. She's writing theses. She's really know. smart. Did you say feces? Theses. <laughs> um, right now, I got to give a little more thought into Homeland <laughs> and Zero Dark Thirty. Like one of the only classes I took in college where I felt like I learned something was by a professor, and he came in. He's like from Saudi Arabia, but he like. Was not he didn't wear like a any turban or anything like that or and dress in any robes, but he seemed like oh he's gonna be like kind of mean like that's the way he looked. But as the semester went on, like he was like a fun guy, like he could joke around with us and he knew like American culture and a lot of films. Like I've heard people say like oh we don't like the villains they aren't Middle Eastern and we don't kind of portray the villains in like movies like Mission Impossible or you know the one that came out when they were attacking the White House I think they were Koreans who were doing it mm -hmm. but if you think about it there like a lot of films have and they really didn't do a good job of portraying like the one with Tommy Lee Jones and Samuel Jackson I forget which one it was like exactly called but the whole plot of the film was Tommy Lee Jones was investigating why like about this big attack in the middle east and they were saying like that the army just like mowed down these middle easterners and like why they did it but then um i had to spoil the end of the film it has been released i believe probably like 10 years ago but at the end of the film it's revealed that the middle easterners weren't just innocently firing on they were actually just randomly firing on the american soldiers and they actually zoom in on a little girl holding a gun like and it was just blatant anti like islamist but that film like gets no really criticism other than from people in like the islamist league and people like that and people in the movie like true lies where it's just like a comical portrayal of terrorists right they don't get really any hate either as we're talking about it, I honestly do believe that. Look who it is. It's the HTG. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, buddy. Um, I also want to go back to the Kate Upton point because I personally got real, got a little bit offended by, by the slam on Kate Upton. I, I think that say, trying to say women can't be sexual in a physical way or, or saying that's somehow shameful is just as bad as saying that's the only way women can be sexual or that's the only way women can be valuable. And you know, per personally for me, I look at this video and I see these women, and I'm like, these are the these women are the ones in charge here, not this goofy guy with the, who's got signs pointing at him. And I see him as hiding something by by being the clothed one. I think his dick's not as big as he lets on, <laughs> but the sign says so. I well, I sign. think it's a joke. I think he's making a joke. 
That's not funny. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think to look at that video, and if someone looks at that and says, you know, these women are being, you know, being portrayed badly, I think that's also a judgment on the person watching it. Like, wh why, what is it about these women? Because they're naked? That's, they're lesser because they're well, naked? Well, I, I, I think that you tie that in with the fact that women are being compared to animals in the lyrics <laughs> and dogs, and they're it's kind so of prancing around like puppies. But so what? That's that's not like fun sometimes, and that's not playful, and and that's not just a um, that's not that's not something people find to be sexy. Is it bad that people find that to be sexy? The, the, some of the most powerful men in the world go and pay to be tied up and uh, handcuffed and treated as a subservient slave, and they're the most powerful men in the world. Well, that never shows up in any videos. That's true. <laughs> Wait, no one wants to. That's because but that's but see, that's the thing. I think that the point being is that you don't have a lot of other views besides this same view. And Molly made the point when she was first defending it of like, hey, this happens over and over and over. What's the big deal? I don't. I don't think there's any problem with bringing up. Is this okay? No, it's a good, it's a great topic. But you know, if this came up twenty, you know, twenty years ago, it was a bigger problem because that was the only image of women you were seeing. But now you have, uh, you have lots of images of. women. I will say this: twenty years ago, little girls had less weight issues than they do now. And when you hear the fact in this society of people who are saying kids that are five and six and seven are worried that they're fat. Interesting, little boys don't worry about that. Little boys are like, I'm looking good. I look good <laughs> yeah. today. No, but I'll be interested in seeing if that changes now that there are different role models. And, uh, what and, you are know, the role models? Yeah, I don't see there being that many other role models. I see that there being the potential for other role models that are just, like, just responded to in the most negative ways. Like, look at, for example, Kate Upton, who has what some would say is a more normal body type. People all over the internet are calling her fat. And it's just that... Yeah, that information is just so much more available than it was before that it doesn't even matter that she could be a role model. Because yeah, the, the only reason that people are calling her fat is because she's the most popular thing on the internet. She is, you know, everybody. Look how my, how many people love her, even though she is not one of these um, starving, stick thin. Isn't she also saying she doesn't even want to go on the internet anymore because people are so fucking mean? Thought I just read something about that the other day. Yeah, she's feeling real bad about herself. Yeah, but that's that's happening to men too. I mean, look at, all, should... look at all the men who are saying I can't stand being on social media because my fans are saying shitty things. I mean, that, that's going on everywhere. You know, that's not just a women issue. But maybe if she died it a little bit, or <laughs> you know what I mean? No, she's, she's sexy, and she's not sexy in the same way as a woman who can do taxes. You know, there's there's I find both things uh, to be sexy in but a I woman think, or in a man. I think that there's a common thread, and that's what I was asking about earlier. Like what? What is it that Kate Upton has in common with, like, a kick-ass lawyer that makes her so sexy? It's like, I think it has something to do with, like, like mystery or Lawyers, intrigue. that's not sexy. No, but, I mean... <laughs> Ooh, Allie McBeal. <laughs> I don't think you've got you've to find a thread between those two. I think that they're different and that you would find them sexy for different reasons, and that's great. But what, what do they have in common that makes them sexy? What do you mean? What are, they're human beings. Why do they have to have something in common? No, Why they do. They, they have to have place? something in common. Sexy lawyer. They have a vagina? <laughs> no, no. But I... Oh, come on. You don't need to work dirty. What the fuck? <laughs> That's beneath come on. you. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with, with a woman's cho making choices. What we want is for women to be able to make choices 
And what we were fighting against was when that couldn't happen. Um, all right, HTG. I mean, the, the thing is uh, that you got to make the, the choices standing on the backs. And this is what I would say to women. You got to make those choices standing on the backs of women that you now reject. Well, absolutely, and those women should be thanked for that, and they should be applauded for that, and they should be seen. Um, and yet they're countries. not. And I will only blame that on women. I will right. only blame that on women. But, I, but you can work that angle I think you're going to lose all your pro-choice rights as well. You can work that angle yeah, it's happening. necessarily hurting Kate Upton in the process. Oh, I'm on Kate mean, Upton's side. I didn't side. mean to hurt Kate, Kate Upton. I'm on Kate Upton's side. Was, my point there was just to ask about what you know, makes her sexy beyond her body because I think would, that there nothing. is something... Oh. Would, would it be terrible if it's there were some women who were only... Her I guess it would be my dick! <laughs> <laughs> like, why would that be wrong, though? What's wrong with... Like, oh. We have athletes who, who make their money just on their body. What's wrong with having different women who are loved for different things? Some for their mind, some for their body. No, I know. I think that's fine. I I really am just... I, the point that I'm driving at here is the, like the common thread thing, that if two women are sexy, there must be something that they have in common, even if they're sexy for different reasons, that makes them sexy. You, well, they probably you know, feel yeah, sexy or have the confidence that. in it. It, uh, it would be confidence in more than just sex. You know what I mean? That's, that's the power thing. And that's what people are always looking for, is somebody who looks like I have every right to be here. I that I would agree yeah, with. So that's I, the you know what I call and that's the, with men too, not just women. I call that the Fez Watley stance. <laughs> when Fez comes into a room, he owns it. <laughs> that's what you need. Although, you know, there are some guys who just love that, you know, that shy, frail, helpless woman uh, and and there's plenty of women who go looking for that in a man. Really? Shy, fucking helpless man? Yeah, someone that they can, you, know, <laughs> you just poured it in shell. <laughs> you just poured it in shell, beast. <laughs> um, Jewish men are very attractive to non-Jewish women for that reason. I'm well, no, because they can, yeah, relieve them of their money. <laughs> and, yeah, and All right, hard. HTJ. All right, Boy. thanks, guys. Peace. We gotta do a parody video of this with Fez Watley in the thick roll. Fez Watley got a big old D. <laughs> Take it out, Fezzy, right well, now. Well, we have women dancing around me? Yeah. Why not? Well, that's gonna not help anything with a big old D. You already told us that you've never had sex with a man either. Right. And the reason why you don't, what is your big concern about having sex with a man? That I'm not going to be able to perform. You know who thinks that? Straight guys. Straight guys would think, if I'm with a man, I'm not going to be able to perform. No gay guy is going to think that. I don't know how I'm going to fuck this guy. I know I wouldn't be able to perform with a woman. <laughs> or a man. You haven't, you've got neither done. Hashtag Watley. Hashtag Watley. <laughs> I'll just, his thing will be, Fez Watley has an unused dick. And then, in parentheses, <laughs> except for peeing. It's pra practical uses. <laughs> that should be an amazing shape, that penis. <laughs> it's like it's been clapped under glass. It's like one of his, like that fucking Titanic doll that's just been laying at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> 
we go. <laughs> fucking nobody's gonna stop it on the fucking the sign of the day. Um, let's go over to Chris. You're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, it, it kind of reminds me of how far we've come. You know, there was a controversy quite a few years back where a band tried to release an album cover with a woman on all fours, greased up, and the band members were sticking a leather glove in her face. They wouldn't even release that album. It's called That's Smell the Glove. Now, if they would have been in the subservient position, that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a fine line. There's if they, yeah, line. between brilliance and stupidity. Yeah, yeah. If they were smelling the glove, <laughs> that's a great album cover. Well, there's a movie that I saw like this Smell year where a guy great. like was like found that he was like the mean boss, and then the employee found out that he liked to get taken from behind, like a SNM type thing, and then he held it. He, like, blackmailed the guy into, like, getting him to treat him better. So it is, like, a negative thing if a guy is, like, on all fours and being subservient. Yeah, I don't think that you're going to run into a lot of guys who say, I want to be banging the ass with the fucking dildo white woman that's calling me your name. Now, that's because of the way we, society itself, looks at that. Definitely. Chris, is there something you want to say? <laughs> no, there's something I want to say. <laughs> okay. I thought today was going to be a breakthrough day for everybody. I just can't handle that stress on my knees. Jeez. <laughs> Ouch. Put some pillows down for yourself. <laughs> that stress on my knees. <laughs> Rob is off today. We should break soon. We should. We should break soon. And Rob is off today. Mm. Leading parades, he's going to Cubs games, he's doing it oh, all yeah. day. Oh my god. Still shake it up, baby, now. Do you see that house is for sale? Cameron's no. house from uh, Ferris Bueller is for Cam sale. Cam Daddy's house? Yeah, it's like, uh, I think, 1.5? Something like... 1.5 million. Yeah. Have they fixed the window in the glass garage? <laughs> I'd rather, buy, I'd rather buy that mansion out of Astoria, Queens. <laughs> Fucking one. 1.3. Oh, it's down 800,000 now. Oh, fuck. I would fucking move in there in a fucking heart. Stuff has been washing up. <laughs> it's a Steinway mansion, right? Maybe you've heard of Steinway Pianos? I would... How far is that from your house? It's, it's, it's a bit far. It's closer to where we uh, ate, that, ate the Greek food. Yeah. It's probably like a 20-minute walk from there. About a mile and change, but it's totally worth on a mansion in fucking New York State limits. God damn it, I feel so great. Would it? Yeah, it would, without a doubt. Fucking live in a mansion, things fucking awesome. I don't know. Fucking after reading the Tom Shadyac book, I'm thinking mansion's pretty obnoxious. Oh, but it's old school though. It's not like I'm you know building a new one. This is. This is fucking classic. Maybe if you took in some orphans and AIDS sufferers in there with you. Oh, shit. That's going to dampen the party atmosphere that I was looking to fucking build. Would you just party all the time if you had that? Of course I would. 
I have a fucking one-bedroom apartment I try to party as much as possible. <laughs> so if I had a fucking mansion, it'd be nonstop. It'd be a fucking flop house. I'd trash the place, probably. I think you'd end up floating face down in the pool within a matter of weeks. Well, there's a grotto. Then this yeah. I'll be in the grotto, dead. It's really nice. Looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, but you should see the view. Not so very the good. fucking power plant. There's, yeah, there's, there's a giant, um, like, uh, environmental protection agency has a big dig down there. And uh, Rikers is right across from the... From the you look at Rikers and a fucking <laughs> power plant. So... That sounds that sounds doable to me. Is there a piano in there? Uh, I think there used there to will be. be. Oh yeah, once once. Oh, fucking Jerry Lee Lewis playing in there no. around the clock. <laughs> no, there's the JLL, still alive and well. Yeah, he's still killing it. He's outlived fucking Elvis by like thirty plus years now. It's a killer baby. He ain't never gonna die. I think he will. He still kills it on the. He still he can still fucking play and sing. I never say you couldn't, Chris. At this advanced age, he can still fucking do it. I'm can't, a fan. Can't for long periods of time, but he's for about twenty minutes. He'll nail it. We should really break. Then you should type it to me. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to pick the next topic for when we get back? Well, I have a, a winner to fucking announce for the weekender when we get back. All right, we're going to fucking announce that then. <laughs> we're going to announce that shit. So fucking, you better listen, motherfuckers. One of you is going to fucking win. Win big. Roger Corman signed. We'll be right back, Ryan Fess. You're enjoying the Ryan Fess Show on Sirius XM's Opie and Anthony channel. More in moments. World's End, that is the new film from Simon Pegg that opens this Friday. So it's from Simon Pegg, from, of course you know from Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. World's End takes place where Simon Pegg and his friends get back to their hometown to try to finish a famous pub crawl from years before, only to find out, yes, killer robots have taken over the world. So... At World's End, name of the bar, also the situation that they find themselves in on in this movie, The World's End, opening this Friday, starring Simon Pegg. Watch him battle an army of robots, and of course there's plenty of drinking involved. Simon Pegg in The World's End opens this Friday. New York Magazine, GQ Magazine, Roger Roper, they all seem to enjoy it. Don't miss the blockbuster sci-fi comedy set on the big screen this Friday. The World's End, only in theaters everywhere this Friday. Symbols on her fingers entering through the door. Ruby glistening from her navel, shimmering around the floor. Bells of beat go tingling-a-linging, going through my head. Sweat is falling just like a teardrop's running from her head. Now she's dancing, going through the movement, swaying to and fro. Bringing back a memory, thoughts of long ago Blood is rushing, temperature is rising, sweating from my brow 
Like a snake, her body fascinates me. I can't look away now. Stop, stop, stop all the dancing. Give me the Fez show. Monday. During uh, the commercial, actually during Fez's live read, Lady Gaga just walked by our studio. I don't know why we weren't offered her. It's exciting. Were you excited? Yeah, see Lady Gaga. Seen her once already. Funny thing is, a couple years ago, you could have saw her singing at pianos. She was trying to get people in. Now, too late, assholes. Missed out. Why does everything got to turn into a fight with you? (laughs) Nothing's just like a happy story. It's got to turn negative. And she had some lady that looked exactly like her, too, walking with her. Maybe it was her mother. I don't know. Or a decoy. Um, This is up on the iBank. Change Fez's thing uh, that it is his copy that it is uh, Richard Roper. Not Roger Roper. Yep, it's Richard. That was my fuck up. Looks like we'll have to give them another read. People are like, Roger Roper? I'm not even going to go then. That's it. I'm done. You know, I want your your sister, her next paper, to be on people whose only idea of gay people is Fez. Okay, I'll talk to her about it. See if she can say that some of our listeners, A, think the gays don't have sex, B, have gigantic inflated mustaches, <laughs> and, and B, any time Richard comes up, Roger. <laughs> that thing's getting crazy. There's just like some really long, it's like a hair I like when there's head. one going straight <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, somebody has sent us some crazy stuff that that someone has shot themselves in Olivia Newton-John's house. What? I don't know. It's uh, a man shot himself at a house owned by her. That's I guess we'll have it up on the iBang in a couple of minutes. I was, starting, I was thinking maybe snuff. Snuff's being shot at her, at her crib. Fez, do you think that you represent the gay community? Oh, no. No. No, because there's just so many things, well, besides not having the sex, that I just don't have in common with the gay community. It's, um, I don't, or I don't get into any of the things that are supposedly culturally gay. Broadway, Glee, Sex in the City. You know, it's funny, I went to a play the other night. Uh, and I would say a majority of the people at the play, God bless you, honey, Thank you. were middle-aged gay men right. enjoying their night together. After we went to a restaurant, I'm like, the majority of this restaurant is middle-aged gay men. I'm like, it's impossible for me to understand how Watley is not meeting people. Faz isn't going to the right places. That, that, that's just the way it is. Fez, start going to place, please. Uh, I think he's not gay. Someone sent a test into us. Maybe we'll have Fez do it tomorrow. Oh. A test to see if you're gay? Yeah, see what your sexuality is. 
Because you said your main thing was cuddling, right? Yeah, yeah, being affectionate. You know, when I do see two guys in the West Village holding hands, I get very envious of it. So that's what you want to do. That's your fantasy, holding hands. Yeah, that very intimate relationship. Of course, uh, intimacy makes me nervous, but... What are you nervous about? The fact that you guys are wearing matching Speedos? <laughs> I was just going by the picture. Here. <laughs> and your nipples are pierced from the looks of it? Yeah. And there's some sort of advertisement stand on your chest. <laughs> no, maybe that's not every. That's most. All right. It's not me. You know, the uh, Russian are mad saying that this gay talk about the way that they're treating gays is just Western hype. But we're worried about our little skaters going over there for the Winter Olympics. They better keep their cocks fucking <laughs> unlocked to the fuck. Yeah, um, thank you, unlocked because they, I think these Russian guys are going to go after people. They seem pretty hardcore. They are not going to want to start an international in by fucking grabbing one of our gays. I think they might go after a smaller country that they don't think push around. Maybe not America. I think America should be safe, but a smaller country they're going to get fucked with. How small? I'd say there can only be a few, like Estonia. Estonia. Yeah, that that works too. And Estonia, a plus one is not going to be at the Winter Olympics. <laughs> Maybe Canada. You've seen their luge team lately. <laughs> I think it's going to be a scary situation. There's going to be some gay athletes that want to put out their own sort of demonstration, and Russia is going to feel the absolute need to do something about it. So you're blaming the gays. You say they're going to flaunt it and start trouble. I blame the Olympic Committee for having the the Winter Games in a place that's passing laws like this and that's known to crack down on gay behavior or any sort of pro-gay demonstration. You can't blame the Olympic Committee for that. I mean, we've been to China. It's what you do when you're the Olympics. You try to go around. One of the things about the Olympics is, let's suppose that they don't get to see certain people. Then they're exposed to them during the Olympics. Then that's great. There's plenty of countries who don't even think women should be competing in athletics. That that looks fucking, you know, awful to them. Uh, there's plenty of uh, places that had prejudice, but that gets turned around. The only way that you're going to change people's opinion is by meeting them and talking to them. In this country, do you think people are pro-gay, anti-gay? I know the other day you were... Anti-gay. As a majority. The Ten years ago, 80% of the country was against gay marriage. Today, 55% of the country are for gay marriage. That's a giant swing in ten years. There's a lot. Which has only come from one thing. People being exposed to the conversation enough. People who, a lot of people who thought they were against just hadn't thought about it much. It takes a little conversation. Get the word out, Fez. Get the turd out. That's who. Before you do anything yeah, in intimate. I mean, no one wants a shitty dick. <laughs> or some do. Oh. <laughs> uh, Hicks, you got something up there on the iBang, right? Today? Yeah. Uh, they didn't get the part. Volume one. Mm -hmm. These are these are uh, audition videos of 
actors auditioning for parts that they didn't eventually did not get. The first one is in Superman, Stockard Channing went out tried to went out to be Lois Lane. Uh, we get to vote on these. Yeah, and you get to vote on it if if you got it right. If they got it right with Margot Kidder, or if they should have went with Stockard Channing. Uh, give me two minutes. I'm on. I'm going to vote even without saying. Uh, they got it right. Stockard Channing would have been terrible. Lois Lane. I don't know. Stockard's pretty strong. <laughs> Fresh scene. Here we go. And action. Oh, my God. That's all right, Clark. I just didn't hear you knock, that's all. <laughs> well, for, you, you know, for goodness sake, the door wasn't even locked. I mean, just anybody can walk in here. Oh, there you go. Running yourself down again, Clark. Oh, very funny. She's acting exactly the way she did in Grace. <laughs> That's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to vote for Stucker Channing? Yeah, I'm so I'm voting okay, for Channing. Vote yeah. for. I'm voting for Margot Kidder. Getting Too killed. late. Getting killed. All right, what's the next one? All right, next is in Jumanji, Scarlett Johansson uh, wanted to be the girl, Judy, who was, originally, who was eventually Kirsten Dunst. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So here's Scarlett Johansson's audition tape. He's very I've young. I've got sixty-seven dollars and eight cents. That'll get you to New York. Where are you going to go after that? Someplace where I don't have to go to moron school. <laughs> Would you forget about the stupid game? Now close it up and put it away. All right, I got my What's vote. Give me Scarlett Johansson. ScarJo. ScarJo would have crushed the Kirsten Dunst and also ran. Scarlett's Scar. It's she's win. She should. People think that she should have been it by sixty-two percent. And The Godfather, here's Robert De Niro auditioning for Sonny Corleone. You're going to take both of them mod on me. You're going to take them. And you know what they're going to do to you? And you know what you do when you knock somebody off? You take a gun, you shoot him right up against his fucking head. That's what you do. You get his, you get his brains all over your nice new Ivy League suit, Michael. That's what happens. Oh. I know you can do it. All right, you prove it to me. You can do it. Go ahead, prove it. <laughs> No, I can't believe I'm going to vote against De Niro, but you could never take that away from James Conn. I don't know. I was kind of feeling De Niro as Sonny. De Niro come back better in Godfather 2. All right, I'll go by majority. I'm staying with James Conn. I like Conn. I'm going to go De Niro. De Niro. It's going to be up to Fez Watley as the swing vote. I have to go with James Conn as Sonny Corleone. James Conn. James Conn, he's not the best. 90%. Tell totally 10%. Good. It's <laughs> crushing. Good. Darn it. <laughs> now, fucking, we see the way you two idiots look. Oh, I look brilliant. Right, what's this? Uh, Cindy Williams is uh, auditioning for the part of Princess Leia in Star Wars. Thir 13, take two, camera roll two. Okay. Action. Well... All the data banks in Little R2 are still secure. Well, then I think uh, we're due that reward that you promised, don't you think? And I hope it, it's substantial. Is that Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> <laughs> when Little R2 has been safely delivered oh, no, to my no, phone, you'll receive what? your what? reward. What do you mean? Get rid of her. Carrie Fisher? <laughs> yeah. If Cindy Williams is getting destroyed, <laughs> she had no fucking chance. Uh... From Fame, the TV series, Madonna auditioned for Doris's part. Um, can we put down who gives a shit? Madonna, though. <laughs> it's Madonna. I'm 21. Material girl. Material girl. Right, doing a tour in Florida. Like stuff. Traveling around with my crew of dancers. 
There's three other dancers. And what kind of, I mean, I know it's hard to describe, but... What, the dancing? Yeah. Well, I, I, um, I sing my rec... Well, uh, I give have 24 track songs that I sing. Is that the girl who shows her tits while she cries? Oh, that a different girl? No, Coco. Poor Coco. Madonna's edged out of Valerie Landsberg. <laughs> Believe it or not, everyone. It's 56% for Madonna. <gasps> Josh Hutcherson! You like this guy? I love him. If I don't marry Andy Samberg, then it's going to be Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson as Peter Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man. Sorry, Looks like your dream girl, sweet on Parker, bro. <laughs> Fuck him up. Fighter senses. Here? It was a very weird audition. Yeah, what's the music? And the physicality there's, instead of. There's coverage here. Yeah. All right, I'm going to vote now. I already prefer him. I'm going to back Molly up on her future husband. Thanks. Because I hate the new Spider-Man. Did he, like, um, like attend a Comic-Con as, like, in a Spider-Man suit and then, like, yeah. admitted it was him? Started crying like a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd actually would have picked a ham sandwich over Andrew Garfield. <laughs> That's it for the vote for the voting on this. It's only volume one. How's uh? uh what will we'll give us that last vote? The last vote. People are saying Andrew Garfield got it. They got it right originally. They're they're choosing Garfield over Hutcherson. We give me some numbers. Fifty five percent. That's close. Neck and neck. Come on, Joshy. I would have gone with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Drag him out there. Hey! <laughs> God damn it! I'm the Spider Man, Mister Spider Man. <laughs> Old man Spider-Man's come back, hasn't he? Spider-Man. <laughs> they should make that cartoon. Old Spider-Man? Spider Old Jewish Spider-Man? Mr. spider <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> Want to come in my house and talk gibberish? <laughs> Actually, you know Shelby could play Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. Or just Spider. What does that even mean? From fucking um, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. You like spider. Seen that. Go get me a fucking coke and ice, you motherfucker! Look at you. Oh, fucking family. Well, I thought you said. I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you fucking said. Listen to you, you fucking stuttering prick, you little rat. My whole fucking family of rats. You had to wear some squibs. <laughs> fucking get lit up. <laughs> spider man. You're gonna deal with Spider man. Now, does Spider-Man have any unique abilities, or is he just an old <laughs> Jewish man? He has the ability to, uh, to hack up phlegm. <laughs> With that power comes great responsibility, I would know. <laughs> You don't have any responsibility with hacking up your phlegm. Oh, you, oh, shit. The other day in the office, he missed the garbage can completely, and there's just a blob of something sitting in the middle of the office floor. 
That office is really something for us to be proud of. I cleaned it. I cleaned it up. You put the garbage can on top of it. <laughs> I cleaned it up later. You didn't say. Fez is like our A-Rod, fucking ratting it out on the air. I'm proud of him. He's like a rat. Sometimes I can't gauge the thickness of the spit when I'm... You're grossing me out. I apologize. I don't know you don't mean to, All but right, you're I, fucking grossing I'm me out. I'm just trying to defend myself. I'm glad you didn't say this stuff when Gaga was walking by. Oh, no. I think she'd be into it, though, if she, if she heard me talking about it. Talk about your loogie. Hey, Gaga, want to hear some spit talk? Avant-lard. Oh! oh really? really? Classic shelb. Fucking Classic cunt. shelb. Hey, come on. <laughs> Earmuffs, Molly. They're on. Thank you. Where was your sister calling from when she was driving around? And then I saw that your brother-in-law wrote some stuff on the iBank oh, yeah. defending <laughs> you and Joe. Yeah, I saw that ah. too. And his pen name was <laughs> Brawny Appleseed. <laughs> I go and find it and just read it. Right. It was very awkward. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, I don't know where she was calling from. I guess just from Brooklyn. Is that where she lives? Yeah, she lives in Brooklyn. With our hipster friends? Mm-hmm. Many hipsters. She's not living with Brawny? <laughs> no, she's living with Brawny, but in, in Brooklyn. All right. Joe's my best friend, and Molly's my girlfriend's little sister. So there's that. <laughs> Lay off Joe, homies. Once he's famous professional wrestler, you're going to feel salty. Also, Molly is a good kid, so don't be creepy. I like Shelby, but he plays it real safe. It's mad easy to sulk in the shadows and swoop in every once in a while with some negativity. Oh, wow, he fucking oh. nailed your fucking Sounds like a cracker pussy. ass. <laughs> He's a nice How am I boy. playing it safe? I said I want to fuck Molly's mom last Friday. <laughs> that ain't played it safe. That was really... That was awful. being daring. Awful. It was awful. <laughs> Call him in here. Put him on his ass. He's sleeping right now. He's here overnight. Yeah. yeah. He's working third shift. He's having Great. a good time. You know what? He comes up with some good points. Now fix the mic stand. <laughs> That's not his department. <laughs> what the fuck? You should just comment on that. <laughs> I'm going to leave stuff in the engineering message boards about the problem with some of these mic stands. Let's see what their topics are. Everyone in programming is a dick, right? And then, oh, no one knows shit over there. Uh, can you believe what they asked for? Oh my god, anyone could do this. That's if that that would be it. That would be it. They all fucking they hate everyone. Here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they do. They hate us. The um, anyone who does any kind of production work hates the people in the air. Yeah, it's it's fucking it's doggy dog around here. I never seen a dog eat another dog, so I never know where that fucking. Oh, dogs cannibalize each other all the time. I don't know. I'm walking down the street constantly, and I never saw a dog eating a dog. Like wild dogs, like a coyote will eat another coyote. They're not dogs. I count them as dogs. There was that viral video a while ago of a dog burying another dog, and the I thing know, was like, was... "Oh, how f they're so friendly." <laughs> and then people were commenting like, "No, he's probably burying it to eat it later." <laughs> oh, no, no, because they love. They were friends. Those dogs were friends. Did we shut the uh, door on the Tom Shadyaka master? Still going on. One more day, and then I haven't heard any plugs on the show today. We're getting out of the plug scene. No fingers up in the air, no nothing. <laughs> Pips, make sure that shows up in the meeting. 
Oh man, they took YouTube took down the dog birds dog. Good. It's too sad. They took it down for fucking violence. <laughs> Don't watch this. It'll ruin your day. Let me see if there's any change in that score, too, in the All intern right. show. Well, looks like uh, Classic and the mic gained about half a point. We're getting there. Okay. <laughs> Closing that gap. The less people hear you, the more they like you. <laughs> I wish Bob would have got a little more time today, but you throw him out. Let's see. So far, Fez has thrown him out. You've thrown him out. I've never got the opportunity to throw him. Oh, I did throw him out once. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So everyone has thrown him out. We should have a top rope that he has to go over. It's well as another day. What did you get mad at him for? Oh, challenging you. You're challenging you. I, I would mean, like the scene. The fuck, Bob? All I do is try to help. Why don't you give out that prize you've been fucking taunting everybody with? That's right. One of you lucky sons of bitches <laughs> is getting some fucking dope-ass shit. So, so angry. Get... Well, why? That's not angry at all. What it are you is. It's about? incredibly angry. I, see, I, I can't get I don't know what's angrier. You doing that or Fez's live read? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, the, this is for the weekender. Drive-in movies. They're try, uh, around the country, drive-in movies are shutting down, and Honda's starting a uh, campaign to help save them. So we asked for your greatest drive-in movie memories. The winner, Tom from Madison. Tom from Madison is the winner. I'll paint the picture here. He's at the Big Sky Drive-In in Madison, Wisconsin. From where? Madison? Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> I think I might have said Mackinson. Wisconsin. Going to see Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. Oh. Would he get fingered there? He, there was no fingering. <laughs> there was he. It was PG. It's PG. Okay. He's 13 years old. Watching that, and he's with some 12 year old girl makeout session. That's Tom from Madison. Who drove? They snuck in. Oh. Okay. I thought maybe Tom was 19. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! He just this is a fucking felony, Tom. <laughs> Massive, big winner. I remember we were doing this thing with, with the Disciples of Comedy, and Jeff Fapiloff, who's a big TV producer now, he was producing the thing for us. So he's like, he wanted to just have the clip of the car crash from that movie, and then the show would start. We come out the curtains, and he had this whole thing worked out. So he gets a hold of the fucking studio. They wanted to charge us a fortune for a six, seven second clip. What? Yeah, that's fucked. I know. What would they? Would it? They charge you every single time too? Like every time it was used? That I don't know because even hearing about it once was like ridiculous. <laughs> it's like screw this, we don't need it. Yeah. Unbelievable. The greed of these people. <laughs> the to fuck? charge for their own product. I know. <laughs> right? That's what I'm talking about, guys. Well, we're getting ready to shut this one down today. This Manic Monday is coming to an end. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's kind of, it's almost like, even though you're at work, there's enough people on vacation that it feels a little bit like vacation. But it was empty today coming into work. I know. I got to see the train. It was great. <laughs> on my fucking hated end train that one day I'm <laughs> going to destroy with a suicide. <laughs> But I was like, all right, I felt pretty good this morning, though. 
Shelby, you got anything to talk about before we get out of here? Any of your big stories? Well, we had the Trader Joe's, a guy, he's like buying hundreds of thousands of dollars of products in Washington, taking them over the border to Canada and selling them in his own store, he's saying, calling Pirate Joe's. Now they're trying to shut him down. Why? <laughs> he's buying it, yeah, right? This guy's awesome. And they don't have Trader Joe's in Canada, so he's not All like right, they're stealing. From that thing that you have up there, though, it looks like he's irate, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be Hicks as their fucking spokesmodel. <laughs> it's irate, Joe! Come on! It's the same stuff as Trader Joe's, but better! Come on, buy it! God! <laughs> We're getting sued. We need to fucking sell this shit before they fucking... Mine! This is my day! My birthday! My special day. He actually did take the pee down as like a form of protest. But, I mean, it's... Now, Hicks, I'm thinking, because we're going to take some days off, mm -hmm. we probably ought to replay your fucking drunken show. Okay. That should be one of the shows that day. Okay. This pillar to post. It's so fucking funny, though. Pirate Joe. This guy's kind of a hero. To Canadians, at least. <laughs> I mean, not to, not to Trader Joe's. That's because that's his own teeth. <laughs> this this guy's doing good things. Because, you know, Trader Joe's makes great products. Do they? No, it's a fine store. I do find it kind of racist sometimes, though, because like, it's like Trader Joe, right? And then if they have like, <laughs> Italian food, it's like Trader Giuseppe. And then Asian food is Trader Ming. I'm like, this is... I don't Seems feel like comfortable they... buying this. I think we should stick to the Trader Joe's products. I think I'm not going to go ethnic. I'm staying American here. Joe's the normal food that we sell. <laughs> Anything weird, we had a weird name, too. Yeah, and, and like, it's like burritos or Trader Jose's. <laughs> Christ. Trader Murray Spiderman. <laughs> Listen, do you like bagels and gefilte fish? Oh, I need some matzah. Ah, this borscht is so fresh and good. I'm just saying. Trader Joe's. <laughs> Irish. <laughs> He's pissed. He's had enough. Look, look, he's just trying to buy things in one place and sell them someplace else. That's all, that's all sales is, right? Yeah. That's the whole fucking thing. Get one place, take to another, sell it for more. There you go. Get off his dick, Joe. Get off his big dick. You should make a, like a music video. showing this stuff. Hey, when's uh, Boz last day? I think uh, next week. I'm hoping he can get back on your good graces. He's, here's hoping, because right now he's in the fucking doghouse. <laughs> I say we beat him out of the show like it's a game. <laughs> That's what we do to everybody. <laughs> Everyone, you guys got beat in, you're going to get beat out. Yeah, you're blood. Blood in, blood out, baby. This is fucking MS-13. Actually, we will then tattoo Brian Fez on your face and then cut your head off. <laughs> oh my That's god. Stupid. Like you did to that uh, pinata. I don't, oh, talking, I don't know what you're talking about, lady. This is what most interns look like at the end of the semester. <laughs> That's right, full face tattoos and the neck. I don't have the skin for that. It's too bad. You signed that. You signed that paper. I made mean, you sign at the beginning of the semester. 
didn't read. You know what my mom would say? What's that? If you were born like that, you'd cry. And now you want to do it to yourself. (laughs) She says that about any tattoo it has my whole life. If you were born with that, you'd cry. I know, Mom. It's a sin what they do, right? It's a sin. This guy has putas just tattooed on his face. I would just feel like I couldn't get clean enough if I had tattoos on my face. This This is Kaepernick on the right. (laughs) <laughs> That's Kaepernick in two years. <laughs> I really have no time for him this year either. He's going to light it up. I'm going to be rooting against San Francisco all year. <laughs> I want another hardball ball. That's it for us. Anything to plug, Fezzi? Uh, go to the... Uh, that's the end of my show. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>